Welcome to the Planescape, where good and evil clash, where law and order maintain their delicate balance, the battleground for gods and monsters. Many heroes have written their legends in the stars of the Astral Sea, but these are not their stories. The Per Aspera and her crew, Kiana, Foss, Virla, and Danny, may not be the stuff of legends yet, but they're definitely rolling with difficulty. Hello, and welcome to a little planes hopping D&D campaign. Folks, my name is Austin, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and as always, I am joined by... This is my worst one yet, folks. <laughs> feeble-minded fool... <laughs> by feeble-minded fools finding their friend Finbar to fix them. He couldn't even get through the <laughs> beginning hello. bit of it. No, I couldn't. I yeah, that couldn't. Was, that was pretty low energy, I'm not going to lie. Give us a solid B+, honestly. You know? We're, we're, getting, to, we're getting to the end uh, of curve, words in the English language that I've used. Uh, I'm almost out, so... The real question is, will we keep <laughs> anyway, doing thank this you for next joining campaign? Us. <laughs> Ooh, I we're hope coming. so. Uh, different, different gimmick. I'm already. I'm calling yeah, it right now. Have different gimmick. I just have to figure out what that gimmick's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> we're coming back from a break, so welcome back. Uh, we are excited to get on with the final five episodes, the final run of the Adventures of the Crew of the Braspera. But before we can pick up where we left off, Sophia, please uh, take it away. And with the thup, ting, ting, and the thup, ting, ting, and it goes back and forth and back and forth. What? It's ping pong, baby. And as I'm getting ready to hit it back to the other side, uh, I just want to take a moment to <laughs> with the ping, ping, ping. Uh, I give a special thank you to uh, everyone who's been supporting us on Patreon and hanging out in the Discord. Uh, if you don't know, we have both of these things, and they're both awesome communities where you can hang out with other fans of the podcast, talk all things TTRPG and otherwise. I'm made to understand many memes have come out of the Discord, some of which have infected the, <laughs> the main episodes. Uh, and also, if you are a patron, you get access to a lot of very cool bonus content like articles and artwork and uh, special custom subclasses and all sorts of neat stuff created by us, the members of the uh, crew of the Peraspera and our lovely DM. So if you're interested in either of those things, there are links down in the show notes. Uh, and with that, the ball has bounced once and then gone over the net and it's bouncing again. And Austin, it's coming at you. Ah, I dodge it. Nice. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. None of this uh, ping yeah, pong go check it out. <laughs> ping pong in Mandarin is ping pong. Chow. I was. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Never very good at ping pong, although I did rock a mean badminton. I will say. Hmm. Well, I wasn't doing a badminton uh, metaphor. I was doing a <laughs> ping pong one. <laughs> As you should know, badminton's stupid. What am I even saying? Uh, yeah. So. We uh, come support us. We really appreciate it because we get to keep making cool things and uh, that's not going to stop anytime soon, hopefully. Speaking of making cool things, with no further <laughs> ado, I think perhaps we should jump right into this episode. Oh boy. So, when last we left our heroes, mission accomplished <laughs> through great peril and risk. One might say with through several near-death experiences, some treacherously bad rolls, and some clutch decisions. You have survived, you have defused the psionic bomb, and we pick up with you limping your way out of the cave system, hours to find your way back out, each of you bloody, beaten, stumbling, and dragging behind you a feeble-minded Voss. Voss just 
looking around, taking in the world as if he's seen it for the first time. His small, familiar, uh, whose name I don't remember, little dinosaur dude. Uh, Alan. I have it written down somewhere. Alan. 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 <laughs> Alan. I don't think it's Alan. Uh, his no. small, new familiar uh, yeah, granted to Alan. him by Upteo, just kind of like wor- like wordly, like running from shoulder to shoulder, kind of scampering around, like sniffing at him. Uh, can totally tell the demeanor has changed. Very bizarre. And this is where we find ourselves, you guys. Come back to the out of the cave. You see the starlight that you left behind. And as you do, kind of look around. There's like that brief moment where you're like, is this where we parked? Uh, and then you see floating in and around the corner, the Paraspora being crewed and piloted by Emmy sails into view. The ship turns... Gangplank slides down and lets you back on. Crew the Praspera, what would you like to do? No trouble, I hope, enemy. You hear her voice kind of come from... She can kind of speak from anywhere in the ship, so as you walk up the gangplank, the voice follows with you, uh, and you hear her say, Nope, good fun. You guys look bad. <laughs> yeah, not to state the obvious, but, um... Thus is different, right? <laughs> Uh, wait, can I speak? Can no, speak? no, no. Okay, yeah. He's he's kind of just uh, mumbling to himself, and he's in awe at this ship. Uh, is it still invisible? Uh, I don't no, think so. It's, it's long. Uh, okay. No, it's been more than an hour, so mm-hmm. it's visible okay, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened, but one of the squid guys did something bad to him. He's in there, but he's not really thinking super much. He's got he's got poo brain. Yeah, it was very, very like nice of us to not immediately go to Brainless Boss when this happened last week. I, the restraint that we all exhibited, I think we should all give ourselves a big round of applause for that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mindless Boss just seemed a little cruel in the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Head empty, no boss. Yes. <laughs> That's else? pretty good. Yeah, so we Boss should fix just him right. Stumbling around the, the, the ship, touching everything. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, almost like the first time he showed up. Uh he's just touching everything. Get your feet off of that. He's still in there. Alright, well. Or maybe he's... he just turns his brain off at times. I'm no expert on doing what with whom. We should probably talk to a cleric, right? Or someone. There are only a select few spells that can uh cure Voss of this affliction, none of which I can cast at my current energy levels? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you can cast them in general, I think is what we decided. I need to hit the gym. You know. Well, I think a cler- I, as a cleric I can, but I'd need to spec solely into cleric for like another two or, or 500 levels. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when, if you by, if by energy levels you mean like you need to be insanely more powerful, then yes. Yeah, you need <laughs> yeah. more god points. Hans is a little out of the way. Uh, there's Aster, right? I don't know if she's up to anything, really. Uh... Both are possible options, but... And perhaps it might be useful if we called them for our rendezvous at Hira's anyway. But... uh, There is Finbar. I'm not going to say no to seeing our uh, old friend again. He's back from his honeymoon by now. Oh, I don't want to crash his honeymoon if he's not back from the honeymoon. Something else far more crash his honeymoon. Since he left. <laughs> we fucked up already. Time on the astral sea is weird. 
can you come pick me up? <laughs> the mind players are trying to break the rules of the plane scape. <laughs> you guys standing in the doorway of Finbar's room. Dad, I flew up. Can my friend stay over? The likeliness of Finbar not being preoccupied himself is a lot less... is a lot lower. I'm still thinking of Cressida's situation at the wedding. Um, I can still send a... I can still send to Hans and Aster and Eden if, if she's still with her um, to meet us at Hira's, but I think maybe going to the Material Plane to find Finbar might be the best option. Well, do we know if he's in the Material Plane or if he's back at the Sprite Spring? Because he's back at the Sprite Spring. It's a win-win. We're going to Sigil anyway. I have just enough spells to cast to all three of them. Why don't we start with Finbar? Because if he's back in Sigil, then we can just send the others once we're back and we've reconvened. And who knows, maybe they're there already. But uh, if he's not, then we got a whole other legwork to do. Very well, hold please. Um, Boss, don't lick that. It's not for licking. Get your mouth off of my ship. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to gods. (laughs) Alright, what am I going to say? Hello, old friend. Sorry to interrupt you. Wouldn't do so unless it was necessary. We need to meet. Tell us where you are. Lavirla. <laughs> I believe Finbar is still in Waterdeep. Uh, that's up to you. How long is your uh, How long is your honeymoon for? Well, he's on. not doing much afterwards. Um, so the, extended honeymoon. No, no real. Yeah, plans. they'll go as long as they need to. Uh, they want okay. to. So, um, uh, yeah, so cool. I imagine still he's on a still um, in Waterdeep, uh, and he gets he's both him and Elise have uh, Waterdeep cheeseheads uh, on on their heads, um, and uh, they get uh, well, Finbar gets the message. He goes, "Oh, man, Vila, I heard your <laughs> haven't heard your voice in a while. Uh, how you doing? If you need help, I'm still in Waterdeep." And it'd be nice to see your face again. Alright. Message sent or message received. I'll relay that information to Danny. Uh I never really thought that we'd be using uh the amulet to go to the material plane. It seems mundane. <laughs> but it's what is mundane, nice. relatively speaking? We're going to Sophia's favorite D and D official canon city but also the one that I hate saying the name of the most because I get immediately mocked constantly anytime a campaign oh, or one right. shot is set there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to check out Waterdeep. I love Waterdeep. Really, like, wide vowel. <laughs> in in Waterdeep. maybe going to such a place might Waterdeep. be... A, it might be a peaceful change of pace. I can't imagine anything adventurous happens there. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the three most in my limited experience the with the material plane, that's not Water true. Deep, but the anything can happen. Calmest city on the Sword Coast, of course. So they've had a lot of time to get their stuff together. Yeah. 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 At your command, Captain. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go meet an old friend, Voss. Get your mouth off of that. <laughs> he he peels his face off of uh, the dome. 
um, of <laughs> the, the surrounding, and he, he looks at Danny, and he, he, he kind of straightens himself up, uh, and then he turns around, forgets the dome is there, and runs out and walks right into it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Kiana, could you like uh, Virla... uh, take him into the projection room or something, and just keep him from hurting himself or the ship? Ooh, Put him that's in front a good of the idea. IPad? Yeah, yeah. Can we give the kid an iPad? It's like when you entertain like cats. around for you to chase. (laughs) (laughs) Virla, you hear uh, Emmy comes up next to you. She goes, "He's really messed up. He can't even talk." No, it's. Are we sure we should fix him? (laughs) (laughs) Emmy, he's a valued member of the crew. I think Emmy has not quite internalized that everybody can hear her now. She's like just she's talking to Virla right now. She can move her voice around all over the ha- uh, the ship just like she could the house. I mean, yeah, but so she's long not Virla's private inner monologue anymore. In, instead of learning like true, restraint yeah. or a lack of bloodlust, she learned his penchant <laughs> for vicious one-liners. <laughs> I was going to I was going to say first, don't let anyone know you said that. Second, I'm glad of all the things you could have inherited from me. It was my snark. <laughs> <laughs> Thirdly, I learned from the past. While mindless Voss is perhaps a an immediate reprieve. I must admit that Mindful Voss is a lot more useful in the long run. Well noted. Okay, let's go on a trip. <laughs> a little steam to Waterdeep. This will be exciting. I've never been to that world. Uh, Danny, you gotta make a little oh, yeah, check yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. translating yourself to Waterdeep. This would be a very funny time to fuck up and throw us somewhere completely this random. Would be a very funny time to fuck up. <laughs> this is intelligence, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's an Eleven. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> oh please! It would be so funny. Shit. <laughs> 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 well, at least Austin got uh, what he Give me a second, because I have to find where I put this chart. God damn it. God damn it. Can it put us in the Feywild, and then when we leave, it's been 30 <laughs> days so that leave? Voss can try his wisdom saving throw or some <laughs> but shit? But when we leave, the All mind right. players have already taken over. If it's the Feywild, we're so fucked. Or, or, or no, yeah, no, 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 no. We, we spend 30 days in the Feywild, and then we get out, it's only been a day. How about that? Uh, <laughs> All right, hold we're on, I gotta double check. Uh... <laughs> oh, this will be a quiet session. I don't think we're going to be doing much. Yeah. Oh, very RP uh, heavy. Don't worry I guess I could flash of genius this to bring it up to 16, but that let's let Austin have, have his moment. No, nah, I got four left, but hey, I want to let Austin have... Uh, no, no, so no, no, no. I think it's funnier this way. <laughs> make, a, make a DC 15 intelligence check. On a successful check, you cast the plane shift spell. On a failure, you and each creature and object within... So I guess that would include the Braspra. It better include the Braspra. Within 15 feet of you to a random destination. Oh my God. I think it'd be pretty funny if you guys just got dumped out <laughs> without the brass and had to get your that way back. That would be so uh, bad. So bad. Uh, okay. Oh, you need to roll um, a D100 first, actually. Oh, my Ooh, favorite. Go. I'm going to be real sad next campaign when I'm not playing a character who constantly has to roll D100s. <laughs> uh, that's I mean, Danny 41. Oh. Uh, okay, so on a 1 through so 60, you travel to a random right. location on the on the plane you named. So you are going to the Prime Material plane. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, question. We're going to Baldur's Gate. Come back so, to the Criterion plane you've all been waiting we, for. We just spent the last like, <laughs> we just spent the last like five minutes being like the Material plane. Psh, how bad could anything get there? It's so boring and normal. <laughs> we're just, we're just going to get dropped somewhere. I want to go to El Torel. I guess I can't anymore. 
Uh, Welcome to Strahdville. Uh, you <laughs> could Barovia is a pocket year. dimension. I don't think it could send us there. Mm. I think we're safe from Strahd. And technically, that pocket dimension is tied to the Shadowfell. Exactly. We're good. We're, yeah. we're out of the Strahd-verse. Yeah. We're solidly in somewhere in the material plane. <laughs> I guess that doesn't All right. really underdark. Uh, <laughs> uh, could I have... Uh, you guys... Boom. Uh, you're going to have to ah, plane shift shit. twice to get to where you're going now because you have to plane shift out and then plane shift back in. You can't plane shift to water deep. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you guys, boom, appear sweltering heat desert. The sun bl light blinds you as you oh, arrive nice. here. Um, Sonny, no, don't look directly at it. <laughs> Boss, no, don't look directly at it. <laughs> Pupils dilate. Huge. Sonny's just um, on Boss's head and like slowly covers his eyes with the wings. <laughs> good plug. Your eyes are made of glass. Have at uh, it, Everyone winces for a moment as you end up in the wrong spot. You are ah, not where shit. you're supposed to be. Um, can I have everyone roll me initiative real quick? Deep. Ah! I was gonna say, um, yeah, like, okay. naming this water deep is really ironic. It's pretty clever, though. We wouldn't expect it. Eleven. Uh, okay. Almost as bad as it could have been. Three. Nine. Two. Three. <laughs> they somehow managed to Boss. still make Feel it to the bottom. Hell. Nine. <laughs> I rolled a one. What'd you get, Foss? It's a rough start to tonight's episode. What'd you get, Foss? Nine. Nine, three, two. Okay, with a natural twenty. All right, give us the on kegs. Come on. We know, we know you are. There is a dying. shifting of the sand. No, it's a purple worm. Boom! It's a, it's a, it's a purple a, worm. A huge purple worm emerges. Are, are we the in the? Yeah. Uh, which which desert is this? Is this desert of Kalimshan or the Kalimshan? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, actually, that reminds me. I need to roll a d12 for how long it, uh, until I can have flight back, because that seems relevant to this adventure. Do not leave. Kiana, don't you dare leave the ship, I swear to God. We're Boss. leaving. But it's a Pulls his sword out. Boss, no! <laughs> no, 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 no. the railings. <laughs> okay, uh, so who's on the deck currently? Uh... All of us, I would I think all of us. All, all they're of all either on the deck or like in the doorway of the room, the projection room, which opens onto the bottom deck, I think. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, so we'll see who it attacks. Let's roll uh, one, two, three, four. Uh, feel the Kiana Danny uh, boss. Um, uh, all right, here we go. Here we go, Kiana. Uh, yeah. First, no, it's no, going no, to try no. to... First, it's going to try to is a uh, two attacks, one with its bite, one with its sting. Um, first, it's going to attempt to. Yeah, she's gonna try to eat you. All right, here we go. Ready? Oh, again, been getting okay. eaten by worms this week. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-six to hit. I think that'll get me. You know, just barely. Jeez. Oh, uh, so the good news is Danny can attempt to do this again on her turn. The bad news is if one of you is not there, you're gonna leave her behind. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> that is, I must not uh, fear, fear three threes, three six fear nine plus nine is eighteen piercing damage. Okay. Uh, and I'd like you to at? please make me a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity save, good. I make these at advantage. <sighs> mm. uh, yes. Yeah, we're gonna want to. That's a twenty-one. Okay, by you save by two. <laughs> DC nineteen. 
the the mouth comes down, teeth nice. scrape against you, and you just manage to like it scrapes up some of the deck, and you just manage to dive out of the way of these rows and rows of sharp teeth that line the inside of the mouth, uh, and you do not get eaten. Uh, and then let's see who's it going to try to tail sting. One, two, three. But four. we're on the deck. That's uh, what matters. <laughs> we're on. <laughs> that's the ship. another two, and then it's gonna it's gonna attempt to sting Kiana. Here we go. Aww. Should what Emmy have rolled initiative too? Because I think she could just get uh, us up and out of range, probably. Well, you know, Emmy should roll initiative. Uh, the initiative, I think the deck, does the ship have a dexterity? Uh, yes. You know what? Let's go ahead and roll a flat initiative for Emmy. So, uh, so Noir, you usually have the me. stats. Can you just go ahead and roll me a d20 and tell me what you roll? Okay. <laughs> uh, not the die that I just rolled. All right, 17. Okay, okay, so Emmy's going before anyone else has to. Uh, okay. Anyway, that's a 31 to hit for the Tail Stinger. Yeah, that gets me. 8 plus 9, 17 points of piercing damage. Okay. And I need you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, I'm so good at these. Uh, hey, purple purple one poison is uh, some fun stuff. Uh, <clears throat> because I'm a monk level 10, I am immune to disease and poison. Hey. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, for fun, for fun, roll me that. For fun, roll me the con save. Let's see. Let's see Fine. what we've gotten. Let's go. A natural one, a... but it doesn't matter, baby. You feel okay. So you get Thanks, as that you dodge really out of the way, you roll up, and the tail swings over, stings. Uh, it would deal an additional forty-two points of poison damage. Ooh, that would be uh, pretty nasty. Uh, however, as it enters. Uh, what what is what is like the source of Kiana's immunity to poison here? Is it That's just a, really a mind over matter thing? Eat too much dirt as a <laughs> I'm kid. I'm not even sure. Just consume, so, lick so many rocks in the underdark that now she's just immune to a lot of things because <laughs> of her natural internal think, biome. <laughs> it oh, is. It's a very funny. Like it really is just nothing, 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 and then suddenly you're immune to all like bad things that can happen to your body other than getting smacked. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't find a way to diegetically rationalize that one. I, I think maybe it's just more magic. Jana finally had magic. a Planescape Taki, and now she's immune to all poison. <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody finally realized I never got my plane travel shots. She's just gotten really good I'm at making vaxxed. those smoothies. <laughs> I had an immune booster this morning, so... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever it may be, a result of your... Uh, ancestral guardian training result of like your increasing monk level and unifying body and mind uh, what should be a devastating amount of poison uh, instead does not harm you at all and that brings us to the end of the worm's turn that brings oh, us dusty. to Emmy's turn Emmy is gonna panic and fly up the worm is Yay. gonna take an attack of opportunity on Emmy <laughs> you worm we still have not fully fixed Emmy no well, no uh, not well, well, when the heap was doing its modifications, could yeah, that have been an opportunity to repair? Uh, that's all. That was all those man hours were going into installing the thing. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, that is to hit a twenty-three. Uh, yes, that that meets the damage threshold. Oh, that's to hit. Oh God damn it! Yeah. Well, AC is fifteen, so it does hit anyway. Okay, so, uh, what do we got? 7 plus 8 is 15, plus 9 is 24 points of piercing damage. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, doesn't cross the mishap, but does cross the damage. Boom, you feel like a scrape chunk come out of the bottom as ah. Emmy lifts up and away. Uh, let's get it, unless numbers. anyone else wants to do, I think, was it Danny at 11? No, uh, Danny's nope. at like three or something, I'm right? at three. I was at 11, but yes. Uh, yeah, uh, if anyone wants to do anything, you can, or you can hold your actions until... Uh, I think uh, we should Danny leave. Danny wants to play shift you away. <laughs> Voss is neither smart nor wise. Uh-huh. Uh, I will grab Voss by the scruff of the neck if necessary. Uh, <laughs> I'll use my action checks. to do that. No. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, okay. no. I, I didn't roll all that great. I'm not even proficient in athletics. But I did roll a 17, so 21. I rolled uh, okay. five for a total of uh, 17. Jesus Christ. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so close to being bad. (laughs) Alright, Kiana, you grab Voss. What were you gonna do? Uh, He was about to uh, jump off the ship, uh, sword first. Uh, uh, But uh, he he feels Kiana grab him, he whizzes around uh, about to strike, and he's like, oh, friend, okay. (laughs) I'm alert. You can't jump off this ship without me knowing. (laughs) Kiana grabs Voss. Danny, would you like to make another check? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay, uh, this one is a 17. <laughs> okay, so what plane are you going to before you try to get back to Waterdeep? The Astral Sea. Boom! You guys back, plunged back into darkness six seconds later. The stars <laughs> all around you, the heat. You're like, oh, you don't even realize how hot it was. You start to feel like the sunburn kind of feel ah, on so your cold. skin, unless you're Danny. <laughs> or Virla, I guess. So really just Kiana and Voss feel like some of the <laughs> like, sunburn uh, yeah. feel already. But uh, yeah, you guys are back safe and sound. Right. Waterdeep it is. I'll try again. That what wasn't was Waterdeep? <laughs> Natural 20. Actually, that does make sense. It didn't really look like a Waterdeep. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, not a lot of water to be seen. Boom. Yep. You guys emerge from water once again. Six seconds later, oh, just like boom, 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 emerging, emerging. You guys emerge from the water a few moments later. And you have arrived at Waterdeep, the greatest, oldest city on the Sword Coast. And in fact, I think potentially in all of Faerun, you see, as you emerge, docks with all these ships around uh yeah. there's like seagulls flying overhead and you can hear the sounds of the the gulls calling and no such thing as a seagull but don't worry about it uh the gulls there's calling no such thing as a seagull? <laughs> there's the herring gull and ringbeak gull they're not the seagulls just a generic doesn't matter anyway uh this feels like an austin real world biology fact and not like a thing that he's yeah, made it's up not, it's not a, like a it's not a like a taxonomy yeah. like, <laughs> like don't get me started no on turns yeah <laughs> You can hear sailors shouting about and see the ships. Uh, there are there's a uh, there's a great mountain, Mount Waterdeep, I believe it's called, which the yeah. most of the city sits in the shadow of. Uh, just this great mountain that's kind of like off to the north end, I believe. You can see there are walls that line the city and just rows and rows of these buildings lining up small first and then getting taller and taller. You can see towers, a castle even, uh, and then the most inner wall of this city. You can see on the docks uh, an assemblage of many groups of people. There are humans and elves and dwarves, gnomes and halflings, tiefling, dragonborn. Uh, This is the most cosmopolitan city in all of the material plane. Uh, It's kind of (laughs) tame, honestly. It's it's no brass. It's Uh, like if Sigil was flat. 
yeah, it's no it's no single in uh in you know interest and peculiarity and. What is uh, it a vacation uh, town? Like they're on like the seaside or some shit. People come here to like take their time off. It's PTO. Not to see a yeah, city that's... or another plane of existence above us. I kind of like it. It is scenic. You know, it's quaint. Yeah. <laughs> Miss the hustle. You know, it occurred to me that I didn't actually press Finbar for a specific location within Waterdeep. How big can this place be? It's on the material plane. This is pretty oh, jeez. All of our... This is, like, worse than being uh, anyone who has lived in New York for any period of time going to a different city. <laughs> yeah. Well, in New York, you see. <laughs> you know, Waterdeep's uh, on a grid and it really no makes it difficult. Can start looking around. <laughs> I might have a different idea. Hmm? Maybe we can let Finbar find us. Emma, you want to take a fly for a bit? <laughs> Just like looking yeah, around. Sure. Do I see any other? This place doesn't have its own lady of pain, right? Like we're Austin, not getting Are in there trouble? any other spelljammers flying no. around in the sky? <laughs> no, there's no, no other flying no, around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I say we do it. Hey, at least we're not a nautiloid. Mm, that would be bad. That, oh, that that'd would be, be real very bad. bad. <laughs> that would awaken the uh, statues that guard the city. What? Uh, statues are all trash, dude. Oh, right, yeah. Mm, forgot. <laughs> Different canon. Uh, which you see. So, Emmy takes off from the water. You hear uh, gasps of shock and screams of terror from the people below as a ship just starts to fly <laughs> over. Uh, that's, actually, that's not really fair. There are some flying ships. I, which I would say uh, uh, screams of terror is not a, uh, it would not happen. That's not appropriate. People are aware of flying ships. They're just very, very rare. Did we not just emerge rare. from underwater from their perspective? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, who was looking out there at the time? Uh, yeah, you guys lift exist. up out of the water. The water falls off the ship. Uh, people gasp. Uh, a lot of people, like, start to point and, like, look. This is clearly a spectacle, but it is not, you know, no one, no one's, this is still a magical world. No one thinks it's the end, uh, you know, uh, yeah. this is the end of the world going on. Right, you guys start to sail. I think we just have to wait at this point. <laughs> And you see the many, many rows of houses and businesses, the many people going about their day. Uh, this is very cosmopolitan and multicultural, but cosmopolitan and multicultural, like, PHB player species. Uh, yeah. You see no, there, there are very few Genasi here. Uh, you see no Mechanites. You see no Githyanki. Uh, it's largely the most iconic ones from the PHB that you would see wandering around here. Um, and a yeah, you can see elves. their faces as they all a stop a lot of half elves. Uh, Statistically see, improbable see a number of, of half elves, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> we can't well, you know, half elves. It's an, an elf and a human, or or two half elves, or a half elf and a human, or a half elf and an elf, you know? There's a lot of ways mm. to get a half elf. Mm. Uh, there's only one way to get an elf. You see their faces all looking up at you as you sail over and cast shadow among. Uh, you see that there's a lot of like construction going on here in the city. There are a lot of places that are kind of mid-rebuilding. Uh, clearly all things that are new, too, to the more discerning eyes among you. Of So, not Voss. Uh, yeah. You can yeah. see that there's a lot of things that have been reconstructed. You fly over one square and you can see there was a statue there and it's been like reduced to rubble. And there are like kids climbing and playing on it. Uh, so what your plan is just to fly over Manhattan and uh, <laughs> look, for, look look for someone on the ground? I'll make a perception check to see if I can spot Finbar and Elise. Can I? Roll me a natural 20. I'll see what I can do, boss. 17, but that does make it a 27. <laughs> yes, Virla. Can I cast locate object? 
Oh, absolutely. What Hell object yeah. are you hoping to locate? The um, ring? Describe her name and object that is familiar to you. I will describe Finbar's tunic thing, oh. like his leafy oh. sort of clothing. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have yeah, been the formerly wishing go. ring that you wore for like three hours. <clears throat> oh. oh, yeah. I can do that too. <laughs> you know, one familiar. Familiar. Whichever, hey, Virla, whatever's up to you, you know? You have a little bit to think about it, so. No, he will, he, he'll, he will do the wish ring. Okay. You cast on the wish ring and uh, communicate to Emmy. Emmy brings you down well, low enough that you can see. As long as the object is within a thousand feet of me. <laughs> yeah, a thousand feet. She could be well well within uh, that range to give you a good coverage of the ground. Mm-hmm. And as you uh, begin to fly around, you get a ping. Ping off to the starboard side from how Emmy is flying. You get a ping. Surely they must be close within a thousand feet. And uh, with communication to Emmy, easy enough. She swings around and you guys kind of fly over. There's like an open street, open marketplace. Uh, you're following the ping. It brings you off to an alley. And as you look down, uh, we're gonna cut. We're gonna cut to uh, about thirty seconds ago. <laughs> Finbar's perspective. Uh, Finbar, you and Elise running down this alley, being chased by oh, someone on. familiar to you. You see an Aladrin uh, in summer. Uh, vibrant oh, greens Aww, uh, that turn into like flickering, uh, like almost like flames, like heat waves coming off of uh, like her hair and some of her body. Um, her fingers longer and bonier than you remember. Uh, her eyes kind of like streaked around with black, uh, almost like black veins pulling yeah. off in each direction. Uh, you see Gilda has found you and Elise here in Waterdeep and is chasing you down. Uh, and as she chases you, you hear her shout behind you, Her? You said it was going to be us together forever. <laughs> and then you left me and everyone else to that hag? Well, <laughs> guess what? She taught me one, a thing or two about getting what's owed to you. And you're gonna get it, Finbar. Uh, can I have you and Elise roll initiative, please? Are you uh, yeah, yeah. fucking Finbar. serious? <laughs> This feels like a bad time to point out that that purple worm took me from 60-something hit points to 20-something hit points, so my plan to I've, jump I've off been, the ship and punch something is... I've been at a chill 10 <laughs> Okay, entire cool. time. We'll be okay. Yeah, I was the only one who like, didn't get wallop last fight, and then I got purple wormed. I was in yeah. the bubble. I got 60 hit points left. That's good for daddy. Okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. All right. going to have to keep a list, I Sorry. think. Finbar, what are you at? 14. 14, Okay. At least roll the natural one plus two, so that's three. Oof. And Gilda rolled a sixteen. Gild, Gilda. So G I L D A. Mhm. G Y L D A. Oh shit. Yep. We'll never make it things easy for you, folks. Uh, fantastic. <clears throat> uh, she is chasing you down the alley. She's going to make two elemental strikes. Uh, ranged spell attack. Uh, she's going to strike one at each of you. Okay. Here we go. Finbar, Elise. Uh, Alright, Finbar, that's a 27 to hit, and Elise, it's a 23, so those are both going to hit. Yeah, yeah, those are going to hit. Do we have, like, a really long ladder that we can just drop down? <laughs> like, like we, we gotta, right? <laughs> I got us, guys. We're good. Uh, okay. On you, Finbar, that is... Uh... 5, 7, 12, 12 thunder damage. Okay. <clears throat> and on Elise, that is uh, 
15 lightning damage. As she just leeches her hands out and expels Fey energy at you, and you see a bolt, uh, like, uh, this, like, miniaturized thunderclap shoots out, hits you, um, and lightning to Elise. She gets struck, and she she turns back to you. She says, I thought you said you didn't know anyone in Waterdeep. I don't. I don't know why she's here. And uh, I think we overstayed our vacation just a little bit. It's only been one week. One week is all I ask. Look, I, look, I thought I thought it I thought it'd be a chill location. I didn't realize we'd be getting ourselves into more of this shit. It's all right. It's all right. We'll, we'll get ourselves out of here. Um, and with that, I guess my turn is up. Your turn is up. Yes. Cool. Um, uh, unfortunately, a lot has happened on vacation. It has not really been that chill. <laughs> so he's gained a few levels. Uh, so yes, he's gained a few levels, and with that, he's going to he use his bonus action to uh, wild shape. Oh, no, he's, he'll use his action to wild shape oh. into uh, a giant eagle. Hey, oh. Okay. Fly, you fool. Fly, fool. The eagles are coming. Go birds. All right. Go birds. So you turn Go into birds. a giant eagle. <laughs> yep. Hey. The birds are fucked. <clears throat> fly They're eagles done. fly, oh, baby. That bird is cooked. <laughs> My man, Josh, he's taking this all the way this year. All right. <laughs> uh, you turn to a jet. You guys watch as as the ship comes around and you see this like small foot chase going on uh, as Finbar's body just expands into a giant eagle, like 10 wingspan, 10 feet across. Uh, what would you like to do with your new eagle form? <laughs> uh, I Well, I use my action to, to transform. Um, I, I'd have to wait till Elise gets on my back uh, for us to actually take off and get out of here. So, uh, kind uh, of waiting on I her. would allow her to like make an attack of opportunity to try to grab on, but that would okay. be her trying to grab on. Uh, I wouldn't contest it. Fair, I guess it would be a non-contested, yeah. All right, uh, so do you say anything to her before you do this, or are you just going to turn to a big eagle and start to fly away? Uh, <laughs> I, I think she'd, she'd, she'd get the she'd get the uh, the cue. Um, so yeah, I just immediately, without thinking, giant eagle, um, and uh, wait for her to grab on and take off. All right, you start to take off. She uh, grabs on, pulls up. I hate when you start to do that before I'm holding on. It starts to like pull herself up onto your back. Uh, yeah, do you just fly? How much? What's the fly speed? What is the fly speed? Oh my god! All these, all these. What is the airspeed velocity of an unladen um, What is the airspeed velocity of a very laden wild-shaped eagle version of Finnar? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, eighty feet. Uh, oh Jesus! Okay, yeah. So uh, you're just gonna fly like 80 feet straight up. It's gonna get you out of range of uh, her elemental strike for sure. Uh, yeah, 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 as high as I can. Okay, you get up high and uh, you hear her roar in frustration. Uh, Elise, this is the, we're gonna finish out this initiative. Hmm, uh, Elise is gonna cast Stinking Cloud on her. Oh wait, hold on, <laughs> 90 feet, yep. Elise is gonna <laughs> cast Stinking Cloud on her. You must take a constitution saving throw against poison. Spends its action that turn retching and reeling. All right, here we go. Con save from the angry Fay. Here we go. Natural one. Hey. hey. You you go up and she pulls out uh or an a little egg. She like a little, like a quail egg. Unwraps mm-hmm. it. 
Uh, she smashes it, and immediately you get foul egg smell, and she points down a just cloud of stinking gas appears <laughs> around Gilda. Uh, you hear her begin to cough and retch. Uh, she shouts up. She goes, You haven't you haven't heard the last of me. This isn't over, Fenbar. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know what that. Uh, and, I can't uh, believe you turned it out. They could puke like that. It's like a bunch of leaves in there and shit. That's crazy. It's so luminous. Like a you uh, have successfully averted. She can't chase you down because she has to spend her whole turn uh, retching, and you're going to be able to trivially easily fly away. So, Finbar, you, as she spends her turn, wastes it coughing. You look around and you see the Prospera, only thing up here in the sky with you, sailing towards you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Finbar's just kind of coasting for a little bit. Uh, man, he's predominantly has a, his attention on this thinking cloud for a little bit. The second he turns and scans. The skies, he lets out a giant squawk um, <laughs> as he sees the Prospera uh, in the air. Uh, he didn't realize they'd get here that quickly. Um, <laughs> forgot He forgot he forgot how fast this, this ship actually We're like 18 seconds around. late, though, to be yeah. fair. We are um, on time. <laughs> and he uh, takes himself, uh, him and Elise, uh, closer to the ship. Okay. Daniel will lean over to Vera and be like, what do you think the odds that that bird is Finbar are? <laughs> You see Elise riding a giant-ass bird comes, lands on the ship. I drop the wild shape. And I go, uh, how do y'all? Finbar! G'day. Good honeymoon? Uh, yeah, Finbar you see him when he reverts back. Uh, he's not wearing his armor. He's got a Hawaiian shirt on. She's head. <laughs> um, uh, the pixies flitter around. And they, they come out from underneath the folds of the shirt. Um... Just yeah, a hat uh, that says all... uh, Yawning Portal on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I went to the Yawning Portal and all I got with this stupid t-shirt. <laughs> uh, and they all uh, swarm around the, the ship uh, back. Happy to be back for the first time in a while. Danny, Sigal. What? All right, all right. I'll cast it again. Right. Danny will take one last look over Waterdeep, Sophia's favorite city. And uh <laughs> Feel nothing because this is nothing to this character, and then I will cast planes. No, uh, planes. We're going second. already. Unless okay. you, like unless you, did you want to? Um, he turns to Elise. We, we didn't really check out, did we? We need a pit stop. Well, we're not I, coming we, back here. Let's be honest. It feels trivial okay. easy right. for us right. to fly around. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, uh, it would have been nice if we at least let them know that we were leaving. It's all right. It's all right. Let's go. All right. I'm gonna guess planes. So. <laughs> It's you guys again. All right, go ahead and roll your intelligence check, Danny. <laughs> fail, oh, this fail, is... fail, fail. You just got to hold the, the railing a little bit tighter than usual. <laughs> it was a 10 plus 5, so 15. There we go. Damn. You guys appear in Sigil and Finbar back in a familiar spot. You take a look around and notice uh, everyone is beat to hell. No one looks good. <laughs> Everyone is scraped up. Oh, uh, okay. Virla like flinches this... and tenses for like a few seconds. Yeah, everyone, everyone panics everyone a little on the plane shift. It was oh, fun. Mm, we uh, we we went to a place that wasn't water deep. Did you now? Okay. Very sandy. Big worm. Huh. Big. Mm, all right. That's actually well, unrelated to a lot of why we are so beat up. We also diffused a bomb in the middle of the astral sea, but that feels secondary. 
There was a worm there. That one too. also had a worm. Yeah, yeah there's been a lot of like worms in the last worm day. Like, two hours. That one was uh, more squiddy though. Finbar <laughs> is um, just like gently, uh, calmly listening to everybody. Um, big smile <laughs> on his face. Says, "Well, good to know y'all are still on doing them adventures. Um, feel safer." Uh, knowing that you guys are on top of it, but looks like y'all can use some food and a, a little bit of patching up. Uh, oh. Just give me a second. And he heads to the garden uh, uh, to retrieve oh. Leyland, um, where he left Alan. it. Alan, he's in there. <laughs> no, uh, Leyland, not Alan. Uh, the comes Leland. back out no. with uh, the the sickle um, and uh, says, "All right, well, let's see what we can do." Um, he uses his second. Um, uh, wild shape to assume the starry form um, and does some quick killing. We don't really have to do um, oh. some math here. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, I don't know, just give everybody 20 or something. He uses enough spell <laughs> slots to give people at least 20 hit points. Uh, um, this is very nice. This of you. is a power. This is the power of a retired adventurer. You can just uh, <laughs> 20. <laughs> this is a, you've activated downtime, and now we can all just get better and be okay. This is sort of related to why we interrupted your honeymoon, although you seem to be doing a pretty good job of that yourselves. Uh, Kiana, where's Voss? Still got him by the scruff. Hey, wait, I want to be very clear that we did not start anything with that. What? Well, I did not start anything with that woman. Uh, no, you didn't, honey. It's all right. It's, it's just, uh, just when I, I thought I, I wrapped everything I've up. I missed the married. Uh, I don't think we ever got that impression. Between, <laughs> wait, wait, between the, how many people is it that we've had to have attacked us from our wedding? If you count one on wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> what is the? I mean, the mushroom lady well, how... wasn't one of Finbar's exes. To be fair, that was not Finbar's fault. Like even a little bit. It doesn't just have to be the she exes. Did have it's a just the accumulated me, enemies oh, yeah, that concerns yeah. me. Uh, look, between those, look, between those, those, those thieves that thought they could rough us up, that wasn't our fault. We handled that. No but problem. that's yeah. Okay. I mean, you know? and they're they feel they. I feel bad about how that. I feel bad. We. I hope they got the, the present we sent them because that that was. It's okay. Anyways, uh, that that was just the first That's day. The hotel now. was real nice, uh, and uh, Gilda popping up was was not great. Uh, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought I saw her earlier in the week. I didn't say anything. Uh, turns out it was her, but it was not a good one. Okay. Honestly, it's probably best that you did. Like, I was, I'm bad. I'm like, oh, if only you'd said something. But then I'm also like, I'm thinking of how I would have reacted if you'd been like, hey, I think that's my ex over there. We should say hi. Yeah. So no, it's probably we you probably that. made the right decision there. Yeah. Uh, the boat tour was nice. That was great. Um, we went out outside the city for a little bit. That was also fun. Relatively calm. Those owl meeting those owl bears, real nice. You know. Oh, uh, so but, cute. Yeah. But uh, and then coming back. Running into her again, like it, it's been, it's been fine. It's been great, um, but it's really nice seeing y'all again. Likewise, uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm afraid we need a bit. This situation requires a bit more than just catching up. Um, at our last excursion, um, you remember Bloodless Voss, yes? Uh, yeah, the 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 weird, pale, skinny fella. Great yeah. news, he has right. blood now. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's always nice. It's real uh, nice. Yeah, bad news. Some, uh, some he got mm -hmm. hit with a feeble mind, so we're hoping that maybe you can help us with that. <laughs> you oh, hear, when now? you say that, at least goes, ha! 
And <laughs> it covers their mouth. You can laugh now. Fuck, <laughs> holy <laughs> shit. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh, honeybee, that's almost as bad as a stinking cloud. Well, okay, I guess we'll find out one. if he can remember any of this later. What's a feeble mind? He, he kind of turns to Elisa. What, what's a feeble mind? Honeybee, uh, I'm not sure if I can. Oh, it just makes you like, um, do you have him around? It might be easier to show. Yeah, I just buy the scruff. I don't, I don't like know what Boss is doing right now, but Keanu doesn't want him like jumping off onto anything. Probably one of the arms is out, and so he's got like ten feet of. He's like on a little leash, basically. He's, he's he's has somehow leashes. found yeah. his way. Uh, he's managed to like grip the actual arm, and he's holding onto it like a sloth. <laughs> yeah, so there he is. You watch just one today. of his eyes. One of his eyes slowly wanders in a different direction. So, yeah, we're hoping you can, you know, help us out here because uh, we're currently trying to save mm. the entire planescape and having one fourth of our crew people minded. Right. Is not okay. Help. Huh. Ah. Uh, well. Mm. Let's just take a look. Sit, sit him down, Obi. <laughs> kind of like wipe him off on the ground. <laughs> like, extricate right. the arm. Um. I think I could do something about this, but not right now. I'm a little bit out of magic. Mm. Uh, I need a. Y'all yeah. look like you need some time to sleep and rest up. Uh, I also nice. need some time to sleep and rest up, and first thing in the morning I can take care of this. No problem. Okay, that sounds like a we plan. Don't, we don't have anything urgent we got to get to right now, do we? Mm. Well, we already defused the bomb. The what now? Uh, that was the only thing we knew about. Yeah, so you know you know how uh, when we had to get Kiana back from the last time we were in the Madario plane, there were a bunch of mind players around? I remember that, yeah. Uh, Seems like ages. Well, <laughs> in a time frame that could be minutes and could be weeks, uh, they're going mm -hmm. to attempt to leave the planescape, and in doing so, destroy it. So we're trying to stop that from happening. Uh, I think mm -hmm, probably mm -hmm. okay for a night, but... um. There is something of a timetable we're working on. What do you uh, mean, Steve. leave the planescape? You mean, like, die? No, no. there's, like, like maybe whoosh. other planescapes out there. It's it's kind of theoretical, but maybe not a little bit. At least they I think mean, it's a thing they can do, and it'll be really bad if they try. Look, look, honeybee, like, I don't know half the things they're talking about. Like, I just trust that they can handle it. Let's, uh, let's, let's see if we can, let's see what we can do to help them. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, okay, I'm still gonna need that thing. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, though, uh, he kind of looks at Danny for a little bit. He takes in uh, all the changes. Uh, says, She's taller, shorter again. Shorter, yeah. <laughs> still yeah. blue. Longer. Still color. blue. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, "You look like you're doing good for yourself." It's a very kind way of putting it. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna get some food going. You know, it Yay. looks like y'all are gonna be out and leaving again to go save the whole world and everything. Um, and yeah, no, again, first thing in the morning, I can take care of all this. Uh, we've uh, been telling everyone to meet us at Heroes. Would you guys want to all go there, and then we could? Well, we gotta get our. We gotta well, get I live stuff. there, so. Ah. I will go back <laughs> yeah. there, yes. I mean, eventually, but we I gotta get the new mm -hmm. place that we were looking at, right? 
Well, that's yes, but like you know, I mean, anyway, seems it seems like there's pressing matters to take care of. Spoilers. Right? I'll yeah, adventures, that all that. Uh, the world. But if, yeah, if you yeah, want yeah. to stay, we can stay in your hammock on the ship. If you want to stay here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, sure. We should probably get them situated first, right? You know, king size bed and water deep, but you know. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, it's like the old days. Danny like, like leads over to about? Like, it. This, feels, this feels personal in a way that I don't feel equipped to, to, to deal with as captain. Always <laughs> just used to sleep in a hammock, and she's like, "God damn it, I don't want to go back to sleeping in a hammock." <laughs> I feel like we've stepped into some people, sort of like marital like, squabble. <laughs> it's like where you're in college. When you're in college and you're seeing someone and you share those twin long beds, yeah. and then you become an yeah. adult and you're like, oh, oh god, that was annoying. I'm not doing yeah. that again. Yeah. I know, like that was they already did that. They slept in hammocks like, on a boat. Can marry people, but I that's the aspect of being the captain of the Peraspera that I feel the least <laughs> equipped to kind of deal with that realm. So if anyone else could like provide, hey, they're already married. We were at the wedding. There's a world Remember where I there could was that choose guy? as an action in a combat to just get some just to marry people. <laughs> Right? Like that's, oh, yeah, like, that's fun. That's very powerful. Yeah, our, our, our own at world's end. <laughs> our yeah. own at world's end. So if anyone is an NPC, that's the best thing about the hot tour. Let me know before we get to the final battle. <laughs> yeah, Roger. Roger. Uh, Voss gets a little uh, curious as to what uh, this arm is made out of, and he takes a bite. Whose arm? My oh the the astral one. The astral yeah. arm. Yeah. Huh. Oh, energy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like. Kind of like uh, biting down on plastic if it was also made of the ringing of a bell. Okay. Yeah. There's there's yeah, a lot of saliva going on, and he's trying to he's trying to. Yeah. You see some gruel pull out. Yeah. Should we like tie him down somewhere? I think uh, that fine. that might be best. Finbar goes over and just like pulls him <laughs> off and cradles him like a baby, and he says, uh, uh, "Let's let's just let's just go to Heroes, right?" It's, yeah, just, it yeah, feels like that. everyone yeah. that we might need to talk to is at Heroes. I got some work to do on the ship, but that can wait till the evening. Let's go to Heroes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, it is still very close to when you... It's still within the day, so there's no one waiting for you when you arrive at Heroes just yet, right? Uh, you guys sent everyone this morning, and then you dealt with the bomb, and now you've come... We've got Finbar and come here, so... Uh, if you're going to Hira's, there is no one there other than Hira and Everin, of course, who lets you guys in. Actually, Elise can let you guys in because she works here. So, yeah. uh, Everin is there, but uh, Elise lets you guys in, and it seems like perhaps you guys are interested mostly in just passing the night. So, if there's anything you would like to do, any scenes you would like to play out, let me know. Uh, otherwise, I assume that you have a quiet night watching the baby of Feather's Boss <laughs> and uh, catching up on, catching Finbar and Elise up on what you've been up to and having them perhaps catch you up on their trip as well. I have one errand I would like to run if Danny could slip off at some moment. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Verla would like to use his like last two higher level spell slots to, to cast Sending to Hans and Oh, Eden, good call, yeah. Respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The gist of it being Mind Flayer Danger could use all the help we could need. Meet at Heroes at your earliest convenience. If you can make it. Alright. Uh, Hans comes back. Oh, yeah. Uh, wunderbar. 
That's it, because that's all I uh, feel comfortable <laughs> doing. And I, there's some, so I struggle with German accent on the best days. There's something about playing Blue's character that makes me viscerally uh, anxious uh, about <laughs> pretending to be, which is very silly. I'm pretty sure Blue would give me a, a full full reign to say anything. But yeah, Absolutely. Hans uh, Hans uh, tentatively commits. Um, yes, uh, yeah, I would um, I would try to be there. And uh, you get Eden as well. Eden comes through. Uh, what do you say to Eden? Um, this is a little bit more of a personal relationship you guys yeah. have. So, tell me what you say to Eden. It's Verla. Our original quest. The Mind Flayers are close. We could use all the help we can get. If you're willing, meet at Heroes. You and Aster. Hope you're well. Oh shit. Okay. I can be there soon. There's kind of a pause, and she says, Aster's not ready to leave, but ready to be alone. I can make it. See you soon. When you hear her voice, there's kind of this like pang and it kind of just this like small rush not a flood necessarily but this like small wave of memories that you feel yeah. like you're remembering them uh like you had forgotten them but you know they never actually happened you are instead just conjuring them for the first time uh of mundane things uh conversations that you and eden never got around to about um uh, connections between planes, some like some some talking shop about some planar portal magic, uh, talking shop a little bit about some like monsters of the planescape that you were like, oh well, like tell me a little bit of this thing and its effect. I've heard it can do this, and she's like, oh well, it's not really like that. It functions more like this kind of thing. Uh, that is a ranger she could inform you of, uh, and a visceral conversation where uh, she very much like the very first time you saw her was like angry and viscerally upset uh, about the um, betrayal by Dexter that you mm -hmm. prevented but that, you know, he still attempted um, yeah. and that having pushed everyone else who was far more emotionally capable of dealing with it away uh, eventually you tried and managed to get through to her um, through some combination of just you know, we you know we still have, we've gone through the most hurtful thing, both of us, and also we are both like the the not charismatic, you know, like the not not easily open up, not uh, not easily persuade, not very persuasive, not uh, very good at doing this kind of charade. Uh, members of the crew, uh, but in that moment found each other, and you know found a way to comfort each other in that moment, uh, and those memories that she can't remember because they never happened to come back to you uh, as she says that there's a there's a there's a bit of a sadness that kind of weighs on Verla's heart soul really um, he's been really conflicted about the the gift that he's been given so to speak um, and he hasn't really found the words to articulate it but all he knows at that moment is a strange bittersweetness whenever he thinks or talks about them. It's difficult because 
there are memories that you will never get back. You lost them. But there are memories that you do have now that, though they might not share, it's no longer uneven footing. It's no longer, they have all of this memory of you and you have no recollection of them. It's, they have recollection of you, you have recollection of them. They just differ. Uh, do I... Am I is do I doubt whether the actions that my old crew took in this past life like do I doubt that they would be accurate to like the real like you know like I now have a perception of a Caleb in my mind would he have done the same actions that the real Caleb had <laughs> Yeah yeah okay. it feels it feels pretty parallel it feels like a natural extension these are slightly different these are versions the people you know are versions that underwent you know a severe amount of trauma so the people you've met so there is sure. a little bit less of an edge to caleb there is still hostility but not nearly as severe from uh, eden aster is really nothing like you remember her she is wise and gen generous um and perhaps a little bit too quick to dispense with advice and uh, uh, you know you couldn't ask for a better listener from her uh, and Sierra's mostly the same actually uh, honestly sure. Sierra's pretty awesome changed uh, Sierra's dealing with it pretty well <laughs> but yeah and then there's Emerson who you have not met but only in that one small interaction but mm -hmm. It rings true to how you feel in your memory. Okay. All right. So, Eden is on her way. Mm -hmm. You have put out feelers. You sent out the party invites. Huh. Danny would like to run and Finbar. Uh, well, actually, you're in Elise's kitchen now, so Elise is going to assist. <laughs> um, you see that uh, Hira has gotten like a temp cook in the in the meantime, like the uh, the guild sent. <laughs> someone else uh, and she just shoes them at like basically yeah. is like by the scrub of the deck is shooing them out uh, and then begins like reorganizing stuff unclear if they even changed anything she's just like this doesn't belong here yeah uh danny you have an errand you'd like to run yeah danny just dips out for an hour um i'd like to go to cyprius's if i could okay <laughs> yes you arrive at a small shack almost haphazardly placed definitely is not zoned for this in this alley uh and you enter um uh the small manic uh kobold standing on his all wobbly stool you're like get, come on man put like a couple sheets of paper underneath like let's put like a little book or something <laughs> underneath one of those legs you're that this is dangerously wobbly uh as he stands there um uh, and he looks at you and uh he says do i know you and like gives you one big eye <laughs> yeah I built you the whole bucket system you gave me a bean I haven't used it yet I've been saving it for a special occasion ah the bean girl yes <laughs> yeah yeah you know how me. are you how's it going little man <laughs> what can I help you with uh yeah I, th I need a couple healing potions uh the better you got the better um gonna do something a little risky so <laughs> thought I'd get some caution mm, yes better is better I always say <laughs> what else begins rummaging through like boxes and drawers and Daniel sort of like lean on the counter and lower her voice a little bit um and also uh I you know just based on our last interaction I happen to know that your uh 
a kobold who knows his way around Demonicker, and um, I might be interested in any advice you have about using it for uh, speed boosts and the like. Just uh, expert to novice, uh, if you care to share. Uh, he goes, Demonicker. Ah, uh, when you use it, definitely do not drink it. <laughs> That would be, like, the biggest thing I would say. Good to know, good to know. Uh, hmm, uh, yeah, when it comes, it, it works better when it's like a, uh, what's the word, like a mist. But also try not to breathe it in if you do that, okay? That's also <laughs> dangerous. All right, Danny's, like, starts taking notes in her, like, chicken scratch handwriting. Awesome. The more the better. The more the better, honestly. You really can't have enough of this stuff. Alright, more the better. Alright. What in doubt? Substitute more. Substitute more. <laughs> Daddy writing this down on her arm. Don't drink, like don't breathe in. <laughs> so use more. Uh, Alright. Um go ahead and roll me a D4. Mm -hmm. Five. Oh no, D4. Sorry, I rolled a D6. Hold up. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I gotta Danny give you really some of these D4s. Two. Okay, yeah. Two on the D4. Two. Okay. Uh, so he has two potions of regular healing, and then we're gonna roll to see uh, he has a better potion as well. So let me see how what else he has in stock for you. Uh, uh, shit, what's the best one? Is it supreme? Superior? What is the what is the best one he's, that they make? It's greater. It's greater, superior. Is there something above superior? Is there a supreme? Spectacular. Amazing. I think it might be a supreme. Hold on. Give me a sec. Supreme. It, goes, it might just go healing. Uh, supreme. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, superior. That was my confusion. I was I was like, there's only one superior or supreme. There, there are two. Uh, fantastic. So, uh, potions of healing. He has, what did you say you rolled on that? Two? Two. He has two potions of healing he's made, but... He has been hard at work in the meantime, uh, and he succeeded on his uh, alchemist check. He has created a supreme potion of healing, which costs... So the other two are 50 gold apiece, uh -huh. and then uh, 1350 for the supreme. 1350. Do, we, do I know if I need any more gold for any upgrades to the ship? Your upgrades are done. Cool. Then... It takes a little bit of gold to fix it, but, like, it's a small amount. In an attempt to negotiate the price of the Supreme down a little bit, Danny's like, I saw you uh, struggling okay. with that stool a little bit, you know? Maybe in exchange for a little bit of a discount on that uh, Supreme potion you cooked up, I could uh, do some repairs for you, really spruce the place up. You've, you've seen my work firsthand. I mean, <laughs> it's anything for a friend. Uh, Danny, roll me an insight check real quick. Danny's not amazing at these, but she's not awful at them. 14. Okay. 14. Uh, I, I'm going to let you roll the persuasion on the fixing the stool. I feel like there might be something of more interest to him in, by his, like, in his wheelhouse. Uh, but, you know, uh, if you'd like to roll on the uh, the fixing the stool, then I, I will absolutely allow that persuasion check. I could also offer you one of a few different kinds of goops and ashes, <laughs> if they might be something you're interested in playing around with in a sort of barter situation. Just reptilian people <laughs> dilate. 
Uh, what kind of pupils and uh, what, 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 pupils? What kind of uh, goos and ashes do you offer, Danny? This water skin is full of mulch made from a dead knoll, which you'll remember they all have the same connected stomach. So really, it's like having a piece of every knoll. Uh, this water comes from the plain of salt, so you can imagine the salinity is quite high. And inside this very special little vial is goop actually from a real nautiloid. Uh, you see, like, his, yeah, his pupils dilate. He picks up the salt, like, uh, what, what was the salt in? It's in a vial. As he opens the vial, he, like, sticks uh, his tongue in just a little bit, and it's like that moment in the Spongebob episode where he tastes the cat food, and he goes like, Bleh! and, like, his body shrinks. Like, you, he touches his tongue to it, and you can see, like, the dehydrationist is, like, skin pulls to his bones a little bit, uh, and he, like, uh, quickly, like, stoppers it. Um, he pulls out the goo, sniffs it, Sneezes right into it, uh, puts <laughs> puts the cap back on, uh, and <laughs> you see he looks at these. Uh, he pushes the knoll mul- mulch away, <laughs> uh, and then he goes, uh, "Okay, go ahead and roll me persuasion at this point, uh, and do it at advantage." Hell yeah. Okay, it's a five and a sixteen plus seven, so that is going to be twenty-one, right? Sixteen plus seven, twenty-three. 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 I can do math. Twenty-three. Yeah. Mm. For you, make the trade. We'll do. I do these things. Ah, uh, fifty for the healing potions each. Five hundred for superior. I think we have a deal, my friend. So I give. He's taking the goop from the. So it's gonna be six hundred gold, and he's gonna take uh not the null mulch. Okay. Uh, it doesn't really <laughs> need a dead guy in a bag. No problem. I'll give him the. Water from the plain of salt and the nautiloid goop. All those sessions saving the garbage. Everyone yeah. makes fun uh, of Danny for saving up, the goop, and then the goop gets us a supreme healing potion. So that's two regular <laughs> and one supreme. Uh, yes, the regular reminder do two d four plus two, uh, and the supreme does ten d four plus twenty. Damn. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason good. it costs a small fortune. Yeah, it's minimum thirty healing. Uh, correct. And a reminder, Danny, they're in your inventory. If you're doling them out, dole them out. Will do. Um, all right. I think I'm gonna give the. I'm thinking I might actually hold on to all of them unless I'm, other people don't have healing potions, just because Danny has no way to do healing otherwise. Danny's errand is done. I imagine Calls Danny does made. like stick around. Like it takes an hour for Danny to run this errand because while she's there and he's distracted, she will like fix the stool of his <laughs> chair and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like. It, it's just a bad screw. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's trivially easy for an artificer. But there's a certain yeah. part of Cipri- the Cypress experience that I think Danny genuinely really likes. Is the person just be like, I understand everything about like how this guy works and like the world in which this yeah. person exists, and like this is perfect for me. This is this is my ideal kind of vendor. <laughs> and it's nice to get back to basics <laughs> for even just an hour. All right. Thank you for the go. Have a nice day, Bean Girl. You too, goo guy. <laughs> and I'll leave. <laughs> That's a nickname. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna. Look a bowl. All right. Friendship um, ended with Davian. Now Cyprius is my best friend meme. <laughs> All right. Oh dinner is prepared and made. Uh, is there anything else anyone would like to do before we go to sleep? Wait, you guys. Boss, know what dinner is? No fork. Just. 
face and plate. <laughs> so, for dinner, um, Finbar and Elise prepared uh, grilled yes. water deep cheese sandwiches with uh, Bactopian shepherd's bread um, uh, paired with red dragon tomato soup. Wow. Where's the t- what? How does a red dragon make a tomato? Is it a red dragon kind of tomato? Like it's, it's, a, tomato it's, it's a red dragon kind of tomato. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're okay. kind of like uh, each soup is actually just one tomato cut up. Why pulverized. do red dragon have tomato in it? It's, it's, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, if only as, you had looted that red dragon that you killed that one time, you would have gotten the tomato. Tomato. <laughs> just tomato. The master supply. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh. It's a little light for dinner. We're trying to uh, cook up enough food for everybody coming tomorrow, but hopefully it's enough. Yeah, Elise kind of like acts like she's put out by the notion that there's a lot of big group coming tomorrow she has to cook for, but secretly <laughs> no, she's, she's like she's super excited. happy to have a yeah. challenge again. <laughs> yeah. Just like the sheer number of people. You know, she she, wor- she works best uh, when she has an insurmountable task going on. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, fantastic. Is there anything else you guys would like to do uh, before the end of the night? And if not, we're going to pick up the following morning. Yeah, I think Danny just spends yeah, the time like good. over dinner catching Finbar up in... I imagine the crew is all talking over each other constantly about what they've been up oh, to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Just like the last like three days <laughs> of chaos. And the parts that we dwell on are like, I grew five inches shorter and Virla got one inch shorter. And also, like, yep. <laughs> like we got a little dinosaur. Delia was back briefly. this time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Finbar's just sitting there in the corner um, with, with his dad mug. Some of us are chosen <laughs> as the dinosaur god, and some of us are not. That depends on who you ask. Uh, we had to fight an odd keg again. Every once in a while, Finbar stands up and has to stop Voss from leaving the room. Uh, <laughs> Davian did what? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. well, spelljammer again. Ridiculous. Yeah. Friends reunited uh, after, at long last, it's been seven days. Uh, something like that. I, I, uh, who knows? Just think about that that how many rounds like that week. is. It's an eternity. Yeah. In podcast time, forever. <laughs> you guys, there's plenty of spare rooms here at Hira's. Uh, and indeed, Hira is happy to see you, as always. Uh, excited by the notion of meeting all these new people. Uh, and uh, well. I promise I've had everyone working at every possible job making it uh, amenable to all of these new people. I'm so excited. Yeah. A lot of them have been to the wedding. runs so. behind, like, through the doorways, <laughs> carrying, like, a mop and a bucket of water. Everyone shoots Danny a dirty oh. look. Danny gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, more or less. I hope he gets time off. I don't know that he does. Boss. Feral on all fours. He sleeps every night. <laughs> oh, that's good. Thanks it's for uh, how hosting everyone. Uh, I try to offer him time off. He never seems to want to take it. He's always insistent. Huh. <laughs> everyone has a whole, like, here is kind of important, and everyone has a whole, like, doesn't matter. We don't need to get uh-huh. into the, the motivations Ooh. of everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, anyway. no! It's it's right, only so our finale it... season, and we're halfway through yeah. the sixth episode. I think now is as good a time as any to learn the entire detailed backstory of Everin, a character who has been critical to our journey this far. Ever, uh, Hira is related to some very important genies in the plane of air, and mm. so it's like very for if you're a Gen- uh, for certain Genasi, this is a great honor to work for them. Uh, but everyone could not work for any of the normal ones. So 
Everin ended up working for Hira, and this is still, to Everin, a great honor, but uh, Hira kind of thinks it's silly because Hira doesn't think Hira's family <laughs> is that great or important, and there's no reason to be worshipped. Uh, oh, sure. So that's the, everyone is like, I have to be on the job. And here is like, you need to take a chill pill. You're making, you're, you're making it weird, dude. <laughs> the vibe Honestly, I, I much prefer godlike wealth and power who doesn't see it's a big deal and wants people to treat them like a person much better than person who's just a person who wants people to treat them like they are, you know, a godlike yeah. being yeah. of wealth and power. <laughs> well, for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, everyone take your long rest. Mm. Oh, thank fuck. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we got four more episodes, guys. Seventy-five hit Enjoy points. this one. <laughs> it's the calm before the storm. I have to reset the two character sheets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, morning comes, and Finbar, if you're prepared, yes, there's someone who needs your help. All what right. did you guys do with Voss in the night? I think like whatever room he's in, like a like a chair wedged under the outer door. Is there was there a window? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you're in a demi plane. There's I, no outdoors. You know, there's a lot of oh. us here. I feel like we could have taken shifts to just keep an eye on it. We watch, we'll sit down, like, taking, like, out of the window, you can see one of the, like, street performances of, uh, <laughs> two lost Still a demi plane. Still a demi plane. No windows. <laughs> yep. Shadow puppets, then. I don't know. We could take shifts watching him. <laughs> Uh, oh, actually, by the way, first planes, thing in the morning, uh, I imagine single. we're all I they like, are, in but... front of the door um, <laughs> as, 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 as Finbar like moves the chair, unprops it, and they just find it, it's just chaos. It's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> just everything strewn all, all, all over the place, um, and then sleeping like a like a cat and just contorted is just oh. in the middle of the room. That's it's just a it's just a mess like, of pale gangly legs and arms yep. it's freaky <laughs> yep uh all right everyone i assume everyone is present for this and finbar i'm gonna go ahead and ask how do you cast greater restoration Ooh. um he has uh leyland in his hand I, I don't know is there a material component to this i think there might be hold up uh that's a good question i do i feel like the answer is yes uh, we could have done the, uh, an errand for that last night yeah i i, I uh, finbar would have known that he needed this so yeah. Um, hold up. Uh, diamond dust worth at least 100 gold, That's which good. he has, uh, which the spell consumes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he's like, uh, all right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, wow. Well, wrong accent, wrong accent. What the fuck was that? <laughs> okay. That was like, like you, oh, you aimed man. for Australia. Time out, time out. Okay, time out. You landed in California for full surfer, bro. This okay. is Vaspar, right. dude. I don't he's know about Wally's that. He's third character. <laughs> yeah. I went full Vaspar. Exactly, yeah. Oh, man. All right, y'all. Boss um, comes I... back. Bodacious. <laughs> Radical, oh, bro, dude. That's gnarly. Oh my god, it's happening. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Oh man, bogus. that was so bogus. <laughs> um, can, can y'all wake him up? I don't, I don't know. We gotta be get up, shell awake shocked, for this. Bro. Kelvunga. <laughs> Alright, Foss. Nice uh, sorry, Finbar, how do you cast this? <laughs> It'd be nice for a confirmation that it works. If you were awake. Right, right. Alright, alright, alright. Here we go. Um, he kind of holds uh, Voss's uh, head in his hands um, and mm -hmm. uh, touches his forehead to his. He says, I know you're in there. Let's see if we can get you back out. Um, and he sort of stars ping in and around him 
um, as uh, they surround me and Voss, um, and you see sort of the uh, the magic holding the feeble mind to him starts pulling out of his body while the stars enter inside him. He glows. Fimbar takes a step back and waits to see if the spell has taken full effect. There's a beat. Another one. A third. And then, slowly, not all at once suddenly, but as the stars fill his mind, like, you know, a cup being filled just one drop at a time, you start to see the 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 person behind the eyes, right? They've been kind of empty this whole time, start mm-hmm. to come back into focus as, like, the eyes focus and blank personality, or personality... A blank face devoid of personality begins to take on just subtle little traces of understanding what's going on. And Voss, uh, the strangest sensation comes over you. Uh, Like looking back on a memory where you were delirious, like almost half asleep, but it wasn't that you were tired. It's just that the whole world stopped making sense. Like everything was dream logic almost. With hindsight, you know that wasn't true. It It was exactly as it should have been. But Voss, it's only dawning on you now like how bizarre and uncomfortable that whole experience was and you see everyone standing in front of you you are no longer feeble-minded how you doing there buddy kind of uh just stands there almost embarrassed um a, a little bit um says well uh I'm forgetting how to just do it, the accent. It's just, this is what happens when you play two different people. Um, all right. Right. All right. Uh, Rise obliged. Today, mate. <laughs> What's everybody standing around for? Triple. Oh, uh, I think we have uh, mind flayers to kill. And uh, he looks around the room. So I, I need to clean up and take a shower. Um, yeah, we're a little bit goopy. Do all those things did I? Sorry about biting the arm. I it's okay. I can't even feel it. It's all right. All right. Um, How did it taste? I've always wondered. Like energy? Yeah, that does make sense in hindsight. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about we save the planescape and then you guys can bite all the astral arms you want? Huh? Do you promise? Uh, all right, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just just give me a moment here. Uh, I need to make sure I'm all here. Make sure mm-hmm. all of it's... Take your time. He, he, he I think we're uh, waiting on some folks we put feelers out to to meet us here. So, actually, yeah. How many of us got eaten yesterday? We should probably shower too. <laughs> yeah, everyone could probably do with a well, uh, a, a good, a good wash. Kiana yeah. and Virla. Kiana almost yeah. a second time. Yeah. Um, Finbar pats, uh, puts his arm, uh, pats uh, Danny's back. And says, "All right, Captain. I gotta go help uh, Honeybee finish with the food." I'll catch y'all later. Thank leaves. you. Thank you, Finbar. <laughs> Thanks, Finbar. And if Finbar you could, uh, you know, omelets would be great. <laughs> omelets we could do. <laughs> omelets, actually, mm, we might not have eggs. Hold up. Uh, I got to run on the market real quick. <laughs> it's a closed Aww. loop, gang. Ouroboros eating its own tail. It all comes <laughs> back to omelets. Uh, you see, um, uh, as Finbar heads towards the front door, uh, he talks everin uh whispers something in his ear he wild shapes into uh the stag um and he prances out the front door <laughs> you guys are like man to be back in an exciting city finally 
Uh, <laughs> fantastic. So you, everyone gets cleaned up, Voss and company. Uh, breakfast is made and had. And when you are all done, have prepared yourself for the day, fixed the feeble mind, gotten yourselves settled, uh, you enter into the Grand Hall, where indeed there is a small group, a small crowd gathered here waiting just for you. And I think with that, we're going to go ahead and take our break, and we will pick up after the break with uh, a whole cacophony of NPCs that I can't <laughs> wait to play all of them simultaneously. Have fun doing like we'll see you 20 all voices. <laughs> Rolling with difficulty. Rolling with difficulty. And welcome back. But last we left our heroes, there was more than just our heroes. You enter into the now familiar Grand Hall of the Connoisseur and see many faces most familiar, some new to you. Among the crowd, Davian, Athos have returned, uh, each of them standing with their own little group. You see Davian as uh, there is a familiar two-headed mechanite standing nearby. Hell yeah! Who, uh, a little bit a little bit upgraded, uh, both heads present at once, the body like bigger, buffer, <laughs> uh, haven't quite solved Ooh. the separating the two, but have uh. definitely solved the only one can be uh, in control at a time. You see Vice and Eleven both. Uh, he's also standing with Eleven. just, there's like a, this other tiefling there who's kind of this like fucked up looking dude, like he's got like a big ass scar that like totally like takes a big chunk out of his cheek. Uh, one of the horns snapped off at the end. Uh, hair very unkempt, just like fucked up looking dude in heavy armor, uh, carrying a bunch of weapons. Uh, you see Athos is there. Next to him, there is uh, he's got a centaur that's next to him. He's standing with as well um, this hobgoblin. So, if you don't know, hobgoblin, full human size, but goblin features, red skin though, uh, who is wearing very like beat up and like rugged kind of looking leathers, but has a platinum. Um, seal on the chest in the like leather armor shaped like a unicorn uh and is standing next to as well this like elf just this like really pale elf um she's got a staff and she's got this like black cloak of like little stars draped over her shoulders ah. uh you see uh you see as well in the crowd there are a bunch of the monks here from the monastery and ioni is with them ioni has brought them hmm. you see uh Love has arrived. Apparently, a call got out. Oh. Uh, and you see, Love is here from the Feywild. Uh, Delphine is here, kind of standing oh over God. everyone. <laughs> huh. You see, Eden has uh, Eden has made it and is standing in the crowd. There is uh, who else? Oh, you see a uh, familiar dragonborn who you haven't spoken to in a long time, standing next to a large, muscular woman, red uh, ties <gasps> around her wrists and ankles. Zephyrius uh, yeah. and Hedda are both here. Hell yeah. Uh, they've also heard some stuff. And standing kind of near the front of... I'm going to say, I hope I didn't miss anyone. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> do you know any at this? Uh, uh, oh, Hans has made it. Hans has made it. As Yay. promised. Vice and Eleven, uh, and uh, you see, uh, standing kind of like in the front, waiting you guys, uh, a half-elf, you see Catriona <laughs> is standing there, having apparently picked hey, up on some of the rumors as well. Excellent. There is, there's uh, just a myriad of people here milling about, and as you guys enter, like, everyone kind of like quiets down and looks up to at you guys since you are the ones who called them all here 
any sign of... I, I, I forget if you mentioned Cressida, Caleb, Sierra, and if hell freezes uh, over, Maxim. <laughs> so, excellent point. Thank you for bringing it up. Uh, Caleb and Sierra are here. Cressida is not present. Hmm. The last time so that happened, you, it was You did bad, give a job to Cressida. probably okay. You get, yeah. You did give a job to Cressida. You were like, go look for uh, Dexter. So, right. presumably. Uh, cool. So, yes, those two are here. Maxim is not present, but... You know. So it goes. All right. Anything else? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... Okay. You guys Nothing. enter. They all look over at you, and... Here's the Prasper. What would you like to do? You're probably all wondering why we've gathered you here in such short notice. Uh... I elbow Danny. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> She's the cat. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if any of you have noticed, but the last couple weeks have come with some unusual events for us, the people who live in this planescape. Some of you are intimately familiar with the foe that we're facing. Some of you probably just heard about it yesterday. No matter which camp you fall into, we, the crew of the Paraspora, are happy to have you with us in this fight. Uh, there's plans to be made and details to work out, but at the end of the day, we're all the idiots who live in this planescape. And we're all the idiots who are going to save it from these mind flayers. I got a lot of faith in this group. So, uh... Yeah, let's get some food and everyone and get to planning. How we're gonna... Be the legends of the Astral Sea or whatever. Uh, I could really use some work, honestly. Legends of the Astral Sea, not your strongest bitch. <laughs> Alright, did I ask you, did you give a goddamn big speech? Because I'm the one of yours gonna get that ring up and Danny starts walking off grumbling. <laughs> Finbar um, kind of uh, gives her like a, 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 a little a little <laughs> clap, and uh, and he turns uh, his face in the kitchen and motions at least. All right, let's get the food out here. And they start all right, the food out. you guys all sit around a big table. Uh, everyone is like running around pulling chairs out for people big so everyone can sit. Everyone just starts little taking seats. <laughs> uh, food is served, and I suppose you guys are going to discuss. Basically, I assume that a large part of this is going to be an an info dump into the NPCs mm -hmm. on yeah. what is happening and their side of it, which I assume you guys are telling them that they need to be worried about the coming armies while you guys are dealing with the main threat. Is that, uh, am I assumed correctly? Yeah. I yeah. think it's, yeah, we're going right. to be going for, if this is a beholder, it's got all those little eye, eye stalks coming off of it, but there's the big eyeball in the middle. We need you guys to be taking care of all the little eye stalks swarming around while we head straight into the beholder's eye, as it were. Good analogy, actually. That's a, that's a perfect metaphor. I could not think of a better one myself. I'm very good at my job! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you see how... Uh... Oh my goodness, I can't even keep track. Which one's the warlord? Vice? It was Vice, Vice right? Vice, Vice yeah. Vice, yeah. yeah Vice. Eleven is very yeah. chill. Vice. We like him. Vice pops up, he says, So why do we not simply take the fight to them and kill them all where they sleep? This seems <laughs> the most direct one. solution. For one, 
their location at present is not known, although that is being dealt with as we speak. However, um... Uh... Why don't we just go there? <laughs> Second we find out where there go. is. They've been in motion for a while, and we've been on the back foot trying to figure out their plans. This is the first time we're really in a position where we can take the fight to them, as it were. And it just happens to unfortunately be the time that, well, we have to take the fight to them, whether we want to or not. Also, I'm not sure if Mind Flayers sleep, so we might not be able to kill them in their sleep anyway. Just details. Sure. They do sleep. They can um, sense your mind when you're coming, so it is sort of a... You can't really sneak up on him too easily. You see, Hedda, like, kind of smiles and leans in. She says, then we get to wait for them to come to us. That <laughs> Yeah, Keanu's the only yeah. one who knows this person. Yeah. She's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys, she's just huge jacked woman. She's got long, dark hair, and she's wearing very plain robes, and she's got red cord wrapped around her wrists and ankles. So. She taught me how to get mad productively. Alright, good uh. enough for me. <laughs> right, alright. Yeah. We're not really in a position guys, what... to be vetting our army at this point. You guys, what what is our plan? <laughs> boss, boss, if, if, if I may. Alright, the, the way I see it is we need teams, right? If we're going if we're going to fight this, we need teams. Um aside to mm-hmm. uh, people who work great together, can survive a couple fights, take get down some of them squids. We have got our own team right here, captain, uh, and ship. We're going to be doing our own little thing. We're going for the eye. That's our plan. However, everyone else here, we need coordinated teams that can fight back waves and or go straight for whatever ship they're bringing to whatever respective plane that uh, some of you might end up defending. So first things first, Everyone here needs to make some friends, um, and everybody needs to know what everybody else is capable of, so that when the fight's happening, we're not tripping over each other. Isn't that right, Phil? You hear? Yes. <laughs> you hear Ioni somewhat uncharacteristically pipes up. She she starts talking loud and then like sort of catches herself, but she's already in the sentence and needs to continue. She says, <laughs> "We have," like stands up, looks around, um. I mean, the monks looks around. The, you, the monks are by far the like the bulk of all the human monks who have joined you are by far the bulk of who's here. So she says, "The monks, every one of us is prepared to go up against this threat. We know it very well. We could easily put a few of us on each group wherever it goes, um, give a little bit of manpower and a little bit of expertise to the situation. But we don't know where we're going. We'll, we'll need guides to each world." Um, and you see some people start to, like, volunteer and, uh, offer, uh, Hedda offers to go to Vitopia, that's where she's from, hmm. Voss, uh, sorry, you're Voss, Vice, uh, naturally is like, send me back to hell, that's where I do my best work, Hans is obviously gonna go back to Mount Celestia, a lot of them start to offer the places they know, um, a lot of them are flexible, Davian is very flexible, um, the, the centaur Chiron is going to head back to the Beastlands. Uh, Athos may go with him. He's also very flexible. Um, but there's also, they start, you uh, start hearing, like, talk. Um, Delphine brings up 
uh, and just kind of like waves her arms. She's so big, she kind of just like takes up a strange amount of space at the table, kind of waves her arms and says, I do feel perhaps though that we should consider that we are still in limited number and all the planes are quite large. Even if we send one group to each one, where it will happen is still unclear. We will need to consider that a little more carefully before she gets cut off as you guys hear the doors swing open. Uh, yet unarrived, you see some Gitzerai, Enoch at the head, Dehelna next to him. Hey. Uh, Dehelna is one of the is the head of the Rakma that you've met before. There's mm-hmm. a handful of other um, Gitzerai, and you hear Enoch easier. say, our robust, uh, but did I say Gizarai? The right, did I say the right one? Yeah. Uh, there's a bunch of Gizarai here, and uh, you hear uh, Enoch say, "Our most sincere apologies for being late, but I do think that perhaps our gift may appease you in this way." Uh, he moves to the side, and you see that they are all. There's a bunch of them carrying restrained, beat up mind flayer. That they are just dragging across Fuck the ground. Me, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, having them, getting them on the case early enough, uh, they had enough time to go and like get one. Uh, yeah, I got to do this little a Aragorn double doors moment. This is great. <laughs> How many in total? Uh, there are ten Gidzerai, and they're carrying one um, mind flare. Well, well, oh, okay. well. <laughs> I think our answer to how to narrow the search a bit just walked right in. Is the mind right, player have we, conscious? Have they have we, talked it to It is, us? yes. You see, it's like weird beady eyes, like blinking, like yellow sunken eyes, like blinking back and forth between everyone. Um, they bring it over and two of the monks like hold it up. Um, Enoch comes over, uh, nods to each one of you that he knows, uh, and then says to the group at large, we received word from the monastery after Ioni's return that we were to return. Unfortunately, we, well, or perhaps fortunately, we were already in the middle of an attack on a nautiloid that we had discovered uh, deep within Pandemonium. We have killed as many as we could. The ship did escape, but we also escaped with one of its crew. He kind of looks like, lowers his voice. It is not cooperative, as you might imagine. Normally, we do not interrogate them. It only gives an opportunity for them to lash out and kill one of our own. But we understood that the stakes were somewhat raised here. And so, if anyone would like to try their luck, it has been most uncooperative with us. But we thought that perhaps there would be more skilled among you here. If I knew that we would interrogating someone I would have prepared zone of truth but alas um, I, I kind of look to the other spellcasters expectantly <laughs> like one of you guys gotta I have please. my own version of zone of truth although it's a little bit more uh, <laughs> intimidation oh, based yeah. Um, yeah if I might um, if I might uh, be of some help here <laughs> terrible German accent we're gonna drop it entirely Hans, if I might be Hans. of some help here says Hans <laughs> uh uh, he does have Zone of Truth prepared, and thus can oh, perhaps make this oh, cool. a little bit easier. All right. Okay, well, uh, I'm sure the Mind Flayer will appreciate not being killed and brought back for the purposes of an interrogation. <laughs> so who's taking the lead on the interrogation? We're not going to be that harsh. Just not the he just needs to know the stakes for him. Everard, could you it. grant us a room, please, so that we may question our new guest in private? 
most certainly. You are led. Everyone else is kind of like, okay, I guess we'll wait here. Uh, and who among you they is going to accompany Hans? Enoch. <laughs> Chat. Talk to each other. Figure out your, your strengths and weaknesses. You know, just... Network. <laughs> Yeah. Do a little icebreaker. Uh, everyone say a rose and a thorn from your trip here, mm -hmm. and uh, I'll go with Hans. There's plenty <laughs> of food. You hear Catriona goes, so what are each of your titles? If I could just write those down. Um, <laughs> you guys uh, are taken to a separate room. Enoch accompanies you. Helma accompanies you. Hans accompanies you. And then it's the main you four as well. Uh, taken to a spare bedroom. Bed pushed to the side. Chair brought in. And... Uh, a bizarre sight to see. You've never really seen a mind flayer like you've seen them dead, but like to see one prostrate like this, like it's so its arms are bound behind it, but also all of its tentacles are bound and kind of shackled. Uh, it's keeping the head from lifting up because it has the like beak underneath the tentacles. So there's mm -hmm. this there's like a, a belt kind of situation that's holding the whole thing together. Um, mm. And uh, Hans kind of rubs his hands together, says, um. You might feel a small tingle when you're ready. Uh, and he casts Zone of Truth. I actually guess I should bring up like the Mind Flare. <laughs> I turn to Voss. I think out of all of us, you might be the one most qualified to elicit a response from them. Well, I'll be. Uh, I. It would bring me great pleasure and the honor. And he pulls his sword out. All right, time for some interrogation tactics. Ah, uh, he's also going to cast cross arm behind him. You look as scary as he's, possible. He's also going to cast enhance ability on himself and Danny. Hell yeah! Um, I will cast protection from evil. And Violence is a mean of interrogation, bros. High five! <laughs> <laughs> We've got three bad cops in this room. <laughs> Oops, all bad cops. Yeah. yeah. Entire precinct composed of loose cannons. <laughs> All right, we're going to roll. Uh, it gets a plus three. is a charisma save. Now, I will let you guys know that uh, if he fails this, he'll be unable to lie or speak a deliberate mistruth, but getting information is still going to require negotiation, mm -hmm. tactics, right. and, in you know, uh, interrogation. So, right. But that being said, um, on... <laughs> uh, yeah, five and an eight, so that's definitely going to fail, uh, even at advantage. Thank good. it would be... Han, you see Hans lets out his breath he goes it's always so awkward if you have to cast it again uh, and <laughs> backs up to let you guys take over having failed the creature like gives a little shudder through its non-bony body and I'll turn it over to you um, I cast protection from evil and good on Voss he cannot be okay. charmed frightened or possessed by aberrations which I think mind flayers are mm -hmm. um Correct. And <laughs> uh, if the Mind Flare were to attack Voss, it would have disadvantage. Okay. Um, as I'm casting it, I'll say locations of attack, timeline, size, all would be useful. The Mind Flare is truthful, but not willing. However, you have a tendency to get under people's skin, so let's use your talent at work. <clears throat> Alright, mate. I need you to look at two people right here. It's me and the captain. 
everything you say in the next hour or so determines how nicely I treat you after this is all done. Because, you see, I've died a fair number of times, and each time I've come back, I've only... My hatred for squids has only gotten worse and worse. So, I can do the same thing to you. Every time you die, I can bring you back, subject you to the same level of torture, and kill you once again. I should not be happy. We don't have to go there, mate. All we're asking for is information. And if you'd like a demonstration uh, of whether or not I can do what I say I can do, that can also be arranged. So, let's start with something simple. Do you know where the Dreadnought is? Go ahead and make me an intimidation check. Okay. Advantage. 2d20. Uh, good start. A 21. Okay. Uh, you ask, do you know where the Dreadnought is? Um, and it answers truthfully, no. Uh, but there is the sense, uh, uh, anyone can make an insight check if they'd like. Yes, please. I'll make one. Sure. Yeah. Kiana, go for it. Ooh. You know what? I would like to pop out my mask, which will give me advantage on insight and intimidation checks, which feels like it will be useful. Yeah. Uh, I got a 22 I on did the insight go for check. it. 12. 27. Jeez. 27. Yeah, so he says no, but there's more to it. Like, continue on the line of questioning. Um, he doesn't know where it is, but, like, he's he says just a no, because if he kept talking and had to tell the truth, he might reveal more. All right. You know how this goes. Like, you you, you kind of got just... him... But you asked the wrong question, so to speak. But you know where it's going, don't you? Mm. Yes! <laughs> Need more words than that, mate? Nice one, Ken. We launch our attack from the abyss. Alright, alright. I guess I should say, uh,. I guess rather I would say to be to be clear in intention here I would say the knot the dreadnought will launch from the abyss we knew that and the All rest right. of the fleet it's safe to assume that the dreadnought is going to be the one that's going to try and break mm -hmm. the barrier makes sense you say the rest of the fleet it says everywhere everywhere that we might harvest the cattle. So I'm going to guess most planes of existence then. Yes. They are already ready. Waiting. You are too late now. Alright then. How are they hiding? Right? It's They're big planes and I'm sure a mere scour of every inch of them planes would take a while, but uh, there must be some trick behind uh, hiding so, these ships all over the place. There's no way nobody has no hasn't noticed. <laughs> Remaining hidden is our specialty. It is what we have done since the 
filth drove us to the shadows, and it is from those shadows we now emerge. You will never find us in time. So the Underdark? Danny will reach into her bag of holding and pull out the vial of the Mind Flayer bomb goop and, like, squat down in front of the Mind Flayer with the vial in her hand. Like we weren't in time to find this. I'd reconsider. Roll an intimidation. <laughs> Roll intimidation with advantage. She already has advantage. Do it. All right. That is intimidation. I'm not as good as intimidation. as I should have put points into intimidation instead of persuasion. I don't know. I do that. Uh, dirty 20. <laughs> uh, dirty 20. All right. I mean, that's what the uh, intimidation is for. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you freak it out. Uh, it sees... Uh, it takes like a couple seconds for it to piece together um, uh, and then it narrows its little yellow eyes and says what did Sorry, it say? That? I didn't hear. Yeah, you gotta yeah, repeat that. it just says out. you like it realizes who you are and like the weight of what's oh, going on now <laughs> it has not just been randomly kidnapped and brought to you like it's like oh god this is the one who's fucked it up <laughs> yeah oh no the only person who can defeat us it's All right, us. yes. My, mate you finally got it alright um, can I kill him can I can I just lop his head off no we need the locations unless you want to make educated guesses no, I'll bring it back. Thanks. If you want. If you think that it'll help. He brings out the diamond dust. Is shadows being literal? Shadows might be literal, yeah. I think she's um, asking the mind player. Uh, I'd say with your insight, like, he's being a little poetic, but he basically means you're like, why haven't we found any? And the answer is, like, these planes are infinite. Like, people aren't everywhere, and some of them clearly have been found. Like, I only found one. Mm-hmm. And the Gizera have found one that's really good at looking for them. But, like, mm-hmm. why haven't they been found? It's a needle in the haystack situation, you know? Even though there's, like, a, probably a dozen needles out there, it's still a whole mm-hmm. ass haystack. Which is why we need locations so that we don't have to. Um... Mm-hmm. All right, let's start. Well, well you've, got, I... you've got two successful intimidation checks at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. But you'll need. To, so you've sufficiently scared it into believing that you. That you've got weight. You're not bluffing, right? But the question is, what are you going to do to convince it to betray the... Like, this is a hive individual. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say to convince it to betray the rest of its colony that it's been separated from that you guys explicitly are going to kill? Uh, what are you going to get say to sell this thing... At, uh, to get this thing to sell out? The, the... You know, so far it's told you things that you mostly knew. It's given you a little details. and But mostly it's told you things that it doesn't think can affect the plan. Um, other than the abyss, which you already knew, you, like you know, it's only Can't told you things that it yeah. thinks are. I are let me try yeah. something uh, different. Like are are intimidating. Can I? Can um, I try something can different? I... Oh, I wanted to try something different too. I have something uh, also related. <laughs> let's. Um, Kiana hasn't really acted much well, in this interrogation so, so, so far. So let's... real quick, and he kind of last, last pulls everybody to the corner of the room. All right, four different planes. What were you thinking? Uh, I just have a continuation of my squatting in front of it routine, but I think I got a pretty solid angle for it. Um, right, right, okay. Um, no, yeah, same deal. I was going to offer it um, a new lease on life. This is close to my thing. Uh, adjacent. It's, it's... Their species okay. are self-preservative. Yeah. Uh, right. 
the, it, the, the, it sees itself as a part of a collective and, and and it's not really its own individual i think we could play the idea of the longer you're alive the better chance you have to stop us so you might as well i do what you can to... or i had the idea of um the mind flares are they have a knack for self-preservation this mind flare is going along with the plan because he believes that the dreadnought's plan will win but we could sow doubt in that because it is not a mind flare who is helming this expedition and this research speaking honestly is there anything it can tell us that will make us not kill it here no <laughs> that's gonna give uh you're gonna have to pretty much pretty bluff your way through if uh at the end of the day it's going to die if it knows that it's going to die right i don't want to convince be very it that hard we're to convince it to betray it. yeah i don't have to bring this so up i would cons i would consider that angle right what uh, what this does the zone of truth apply to all of us no, uh, I assume that you just had Hans cast it just on that dude. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't Unless know that was how it worked. I thought it was AOE. It's, cool. it's, so it's, a, no, it's it, an it AOE, but like, no he can yeah. just, you know, like how you guys drop a fireball behind a creature so it doesn't yeah. hit the people mm -hmm. on one side. Cute. Yeah. You can do the same thing. What if what if we said it doesn't have to be a mind flare? What if... I was thinking something similar. What if, what if you can just be your own person after all of this is done, right? You don't have to die. You don't have to follow the, the, the commands of the hive. What if you got a chance to live your life the way you wanted to and experience the planescape not as a monster that everybody sees, but as a person just trying to be their own person? I mean, it's a good angle, but I do feel like perhaps in this huddle in the corner, we're sort of losing momentum. I think maybe we need to just get back to the actual I think we're sidebarring out of not, like, this isn't an right. in-character conversation back at this to, point. <laughs> all right, all right, back to... Do what you think is it. best. All right, mates. He sits down in front of the, the mind flay again. Perhaps... There's two ways this conversation ends, right? We get the information we need. We hunt down every single last one of you, we stop your plans, and uh, you're left with nothing. That, that's how this ends. But, or we could take another course of action. He puts his sword down. You've created monsters, you know, us, the Gith, uh, you, various mutations uh, uh, across the planescape. Uh, for what? Why do you think this is important? Not, 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 not what you've been told, but you, mate. Do you even have a name? I have a name. Why is it important? Because you are filth. You sheep were put here to be sheared. And yet, you're the one bound right now. What does that make you? A sacrifice for the higher purpose. I would like to mind link with the mind flare and give it the sensation I had the first time I entered the astral sea and I was just floating in this timeless moment of absolute peace and feeling like I belonged for the very first time. Can you impart feelings like that? How does the, uh, you're using your, uh, Cal Technically, Star. the mind link is only for talking. However... <laughs> Mm, all right. 
I would like for you to, so you mind Link easy enough, I'd like mm-hmm. for you to roll me a charisma check, and I think that this is just a raw charisma. Cool. I do have advantage on your... those because of my sword. <laughs> uh, that's saving throws, I believe. Are you sure? This is just oh, a check. Never mind. Well, it's yeah, prevents you from great. getting like magically attacked, but it doesn't necessarily make you. If this is an intimidation, I do have advantage on them right now because of the mask, but you know, whatever. You're not just scaring them. If you wanted to scare them, that'd be one thing, but this is a specific- I kind of want to give it an existential crisis. Does that count? Okay. Hmm. (laughs) I feel like these guys have never in their life experienced the kind of thing I wanted to understand in this moment. This whole like, because I was in that system. I was in it for years and years and years, and it was exhausting. And then I had this moment when I was out of it and it was the only thing I've realized I'd ever wanted. I think that it's not just intimidation. You're trying to specifically do something here. The, the This empathic thing that you're doing is not a normal thing you can normally do. So it's not intimidation. It, this is just a, a, a check to see if you can modify your ability. So go ahead and roll that charisma. All right, single flat roll with a plus one. I rolled a 16, 17. 17. Yeah, it's hard to get across. It's a good thread. I will say that. That is, there's a good thread there. Trying to implant emotion into this thing that you've experienced. But that's just beyond your Kalashtar abilities to be able to, like, make someone feel a certain way. Perhaps with words you could do it. But as you mind link, you can really only, like, convey the... The, the facts of it happening. There's none of the emotion behind your emergence into the Astral Sea beyond what could be literally spoken and explained, you know? It, it, it's you, you can't bring it to that moment and make it feel that thing you felt. Okay. Uh, then instead I will basically tell it what I just told you to explain what I was trying to do with that. Um, okay. Yeah, I can be, I I'm, I'm real cool. sleepy. It's been like three days of nonstop yeah. work. The RP brain is not on today, uh, but um, I can try. We get it, folks. <laughs> we get it, we get it. All right. So, you instead basically say what you just said, explaining your position within uh, a hierarchy of power that was using you and the ecstasy... Not just at being removed from it, but from being removed and found that you fit far more cleanly into another space, one of your own choosing and design, uh, rather than the space that they had made for you. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um... I mean, it's, again, this is an alien, it's an alien mind, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I, uh, trying to it's imbue another flat it with human plus thoughts. One. Is a good strategy, and I rolled but an a difficult eight, strategy. So nine. All right, good cop yeah. failed. Go kill it. It gives out a little hiss as you, uh, uh, as you explain to that, explain that to it. Um, yeah, it's it is as of yet uninterested in the notion of finding its own its own place. Uh, and why you know why would it be when it, it to come to the realization that everything it has done is, you know, to to come to that realization would be to come to the realization that everything it's done up until this point is wrong, and the extent to that even, you know, a a human mind would go to avoid that 
realization that they've been wrong this whole time uh, is tremendous, let alone this alien mind that does not really think in the same way we do. It's, it's, all, it's like trying to explain the sense of individuality to an ant, you know, in some ways. A very intelligent ant, but mm. an ant. You know, you, uh, you strike me as a smart one. I like to consider myself pretty clever, but, uh, people like you and me, we know that sometimes it's important to fit into a role. Every second that you've been here talking to us is another second that we haven't been out there finding your ships. I mean, I'm just a humble sheep, but it seems to me like the strategy would be to keep talking. Tell us something we want to hear. We're going to find you eventually either way, but this seems like your last chance eventually. to continue to delay the inevitable. I'll be palming the goop from the bomb the whole time in my hand, just like the vial, doing like the um, roll a coin up and down your hand with the vial of goop. Yeah, yeah. Flip it back and forth. Uh, go ahead and roll me an intimidation check on that. Okay. Not amazing. That's a 14, but I'm going to use a flash of genius to bring it up to a 19. It kind of leans forward a little. Enoch kind of like steps in, but it's clear it can't really escape from where you have it. Just the anxiety, the whole situation. This, is, this whole thing is very tense. It's not a thing that Githzeri ever really do. Um, certainly not a thing Gith Yankee ever do, Voss. <laughs> like, you you have never waited long enough for a, for mm -hmm. an ill to get a word out before you guys slaughtered it. So, as uh, you explain the sentiment that should keep talking, uh, it says, <sighs> You clearly do not think me very smart if you think I will simply divulge um, the information on the hope that you listening will keep you here. The plan is in motion. You mean to destroy us. I see it in you. You do not lie as I cannot. What purpose would I have to reveal it now to only delay you moments when our victory is nearly at hand? All you right, mate, then. Don't you? What'd you say, Virilla? I mean, he has a good point. This is basically, we already know where the Dreadnought is. Right. If we go there and destroy it, then we're basically going to be done. And our friends can take care of whatever fleets they pull out of nowhere in the rest of the Planescape. We have no reason to not just kill him right now and leave. Who's with me? Except that's what he wants, mate. So, we can do one last nice thing for him. Can I please roll Virla. an intimidation check at advantage for the love of God? <laughs> roll, roll an intimidation check at advantage. And Virla, what did you say? I feel like I believe you said I something before. I asked him, you really believe that this plan would work? You you truly do believe it, don't you? Fuck's sake. All right. Of course. I'm out. Of course. It is our time. It is foretold. Uh, what were the names of the people that were like, in charge, there was like the head viscerator or something like that, and mm. then vivisector. Yeah. It was vivisector uh, something. Vivisector. Yeah. I only need their titles. I don't need their full names. I guess. There is, uh, progenitor Serdoyum. Uh, and there is vivisector Cordsiros. Foretold by who? The progenitor is the big one. The vivisector mm -hmm. is the one that makes all the monsters. Foretold by who? The your progenitor, the vivisector even. You know, they seem Pass. very confident, and you seem very set on believing them. I 
I've always, I've admired your kind, your your self-preservation, but it does seem unlikely to put all of your all of your stock on one horse, so to speak. I don't even know if that's the right saying. Do you know who they conspire with? The one who they rely on to carry out their actions, their plan. It's not one of you. They rely upon no one. Their intellect is divine. Their knowledge supreme. Blasphemy. Oh, Virla, it sounds like they don't know about, uh, haven't been sharing news of their new co-conspirator, have they? It looks like your leadership has lied to you, mate. Follow the logic, Mind Flayer. If, if the power has already been within you all along to escape this planescape, why haven't you done so already? Why do you spend all of these years, all these eons, hiding under the ground when you could have left already? No. Someone else gave them that information. Someone else who is also very concerned with self-preservation. Someone who has betrayed once and has betrayed twice and will not be concerning himself with be- and who isn't afraid to betray a third time. How do you know if he's not trying to get rid of you, same as we are? His subterfuge might be your undoing. But, if you wanted to secure your place here, make sure that the sheep that you've already cultivated are there while you try to fly to other discovered, undiscovered countries. Be my guest, I suppose. But know Make this. an intimidation check at advantage. Just know this. Your plan hinges on someone who isn't you. Speaking not to its self-preservation, but to its xenophobia. <laughs> Twelve. I would like to use a flash of genius to boost Vrila's <laughs> score. Okay. What does that make it? Add five. Plus five, right? Yes, yeah, so seventeen. 17. Five, so seventeen. All right. Um, can I give him a bardic inspiration as well? I'll allow it while he's making this speech. I think yeah. that it's clear that he has an action that's intended. So, oh, Virla started monologuing. Uh, Everyone, give him all your uh, boosts. <laughs> yep. Was it? Everyone, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's casting guidance on him. <laughs> uh, I believe it's a D eight from Voss it's at this D8, point yeah. because of his bardic. Right. It is D eight. Yes. All right. So, what is that? Seventeen plus. It's D eight. <laughs> One. All right. Eighteen. Death by a thousand cuts, bud. Every little bit. I am going to. The other ones I did not roll because convincing it on its own life to betray its kin is a a difficult thing. You can get certain things out of it, but you're not going to get it to break. On this, I'm going to roll a willpower check. Basically, it rolls with plus three. So we're going to roll one d twenty and add three. Here we go. What'd you say the total was? A uh, um, 18. an eighteen. Eighteen. Needs to roll a fourteen or lower. It's a thirteen. Nice. Got it. You speak to its xenophobia, and you see its like eyes kind of start like moving back and forth a little faster. It's 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 a small detail, but to Kiana, it's huge. The small change in demeanor is huge it says nothing but suddenly 
what has been a standoff is now there's an advance. There's an opening to move in and advance. It's on the back foot. Um, and yeah, even though it's a small change in demeanor, this like, Kiana, you immediately sense this. Does he say anything? Or No, he's like... To you guys, it seems like he's just being like stoic and refusing to answer. To Kiana, it seems like he's kind of at a loss for words. I'm going to mind link with Virla and be like, you got him, you got him, he's really freaking out. <laughs> you... <laughs> Hell yeah. You you really are faithful, and I do admire loyalty. You say that you won't betray them, but look, they've already betrayed you. Look at the amalgamations that the vivisector creates, dependent on other races, other species, in order to carry out its orders. Very unlike you, huh? It seems. They've already I'm... betrayed you. Kiana's Run gonna while... raise her hand and be like, they made something like me. Something like him. They keep making things like us. And we keep Run being a pain in your ass. Run while you still can. Reap the rewards that you've spent so long harvesting in this planescape. And in order to do that, you will tell us what we need. You... Go ahead... Have I ever done this before? I would like you guys to make a group intimidation check. I'm going to write oh, down <laughs> the DC, and I'd like everyone to roll me an intimidation. We're going to add them all up and see collectively what you guys <laughs> achieve. Cool. That's uh, very funny. Danny, all you right. have advantage because of... Um, Hell yeah. Uh, I cast Straight it. roll or... Uh, my scary face or... gives me advantage as well, but I only have a plus one, so it kind of so balances out. It, um, Shit. Oh, fuck. One of them is a natural 20. Uh... Yeah, so 21 for me, but it's a natural 20. Uh, okay, 21. Also a natural 20 with the advantage, and I have a plus two, so it's a 22 total. <laughs> okay. Uh, I rolled a 19 uh, plus 14. <laughs> We're so scary. Which is uh, 33. Jesus fuck. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Virlo, please don't roll that I've been talking. God damn it, Mistra, please let me fucking measure up with these other three. <laughs> Come on, mister, it's karmic. Five. <laughs> well, where the where the proof? He's the words, but like where where the physical yeah, proof? Yeah, we just need to stand behind you looking into it. It's one guy giving Fair like enough. a Shakespearean monologue and then just like three looming shadows behind him with little knives. I feel like you call that a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. Alright. So I set this at a collective DC of 72, and you guys collectively rolled 81. <laughs> okay. Oof. Thank you, five. You guys watch as something in this small alien mind breaks, um, and it comes back at you, Virla, uh, on your offer. It says, If I reveal... The target locations. I save one for myself. One is not known. One I return to. One ship yet lives through this. Promise me that. 
we pick the plane. I don't know. He considers. Uh, make make a persuasion check. <laughs> that, you know what? No, that was that was pretty successful. That no, you're, you're okay. You're you're okay. Uh, that oh, was, okay. Honestly, uh, at a certain point, you have to stop just rolling dice for everything. Yeah, I, you guys have succeeded at breaking this thing. Um, it will take. It says, "I, Kusulavath, the harvester in the sin, give my word. If you give yours, Verla." Magistrate of Mistra agrees to your terms. Okay. What plane? Uh, it would be a bit cruel to say pandemonium, huh? He came from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Actually, the ship did get away. Fair enough. I'm so nice. I'll let you keep the one that ran away. Pandemonium shall be your staging ground for future attacks. Everything else is ours. Okay. Gonna cross off Pandemonium. We can actually just send him Very right back there well. with the amulet of the planes, too, so that works out really well. Alright, <laughs> mate. So much for being time. a sacrificial lamb. Uh, it is going to divulge the locations. For sake of bookkeeping, there are a bunch. Most planes have one, but of note, attack locations include on Bytopia, Yeoman, which you've been to. Mm -hmm. Include in, I believe this one is in Mount Celestia, the Bronze Citadel. That one actually might be... <laughs> Jeez. You know, I write down these locations as, oh, Bronze Citadel's in Avernus. Excuse me. Uh, mm -hmm. That is where the, uh, the devils stage their attacks on the Blood War. Uh, the Bronze Citadel and Avernus in Bator, the Nine Hells, mm -hmm. the City of Brass, and oh. its counterpart in the City of Air, the Citadel of Ice and Steel. Uh, really there cool. is one that seeks to sweep over the Great Tree of Avondor, which is the first layer of Arborea. Hmm. And there is one that seeks to attack one of the only residences in Mount Celestia, which is Heart's Faith. It's a small trading post which you have sailed past. Uh, Sigil is not uh, meant to be attacked. And they don't want to fuck with the Lady of Pain either. Seems like they perhaps, yeah. That's smart. Uh, whether they Mind know it or not. Mind get sent it's... to the pain maze and they're like, ah, <laughs> our beautiful land ruined. Fantastic. How many, how many uh, locations for that in total? Six so far. So, yeah, six okay. so two, far. three, four, five, six. Yeah, so six. There are a handful of other ones that are attacking places that you haven't like really heard of, but that do exist on the other planes. Uh, again, most planes have have an attack coming to them. Carceride mm -hmm. uh, uh, does not have any attack coming to it. Uh, they are not Sorry. attacking Limbo because that's the Adamantine Citadel uh, is the only like civilization there, and they're not squaring up with the Gezerai today. Uh, they're not attacking the Astral Sea, because they had the bomb in place for that. Uh, they're not attacking the plane of Earth, because it's just, uh, one big rock, and that would be kind of a huge pain. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other notable places they're not attacking. Uh, there's really no civilization in Hades, so they're not attacking Hades. Um, but other than that, those are the locations. Mechanus and Acheron. 
Uh, Mechanist and Acheron, they are both attacking small cities in there that you haven't really heard the name of. It's not like a huge population center. They just mean to go there. All right. Thank you. As per my terms, your ship from Pandemonium shall stay unharmed, and you shall return to the Astral Sea. Kiana, Danny, Voss, sent him there the hard way. I don't know if they're petition or mind flayers, but pray to your god. Do you pray to a god? Pray to your own self-importance, then. Oh, that's brutal. Jesus Christ. Pick a god and pray, then. Damn. Can I lop his head off? All right, you guys are just going to ice this thing? Yeah, I'm just going to lop his head off. He's outlived his usefulness. Yikes. I feel bad. Do we pop that cracker now? Do we let... (laughs) We got it, right? do Do we let this out now? Well, no, so I, 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 I want to do something really much? messed up. I want to, I want to, okay. uh, lop its head off, put it on backwards, revivify no. him, no. and send him off. No, there's got to be some limit to. Okay, okay, this is, this is a bit much. Okay, uncomfortable. Okay. You can do it, Austin, if you want. That leaves me Dexter. Oh, <laughs> it's like I'm watching a high stakes poker game. I know. I'm like, oh, does <laughs> the question is. How, here's the because the, the answer is obvious to what I dramatically want to do, right? Mm-hmm. But the question is, how much about what's going on does Kinziru know? Mm. Is he holding out for the big fish? Does he know? Like, how much does he know? What kind of fight you're getting yourself into? Um, or does he like because he's vaguely aware of when the situation like he's aware when the situation arises this is how he does it right otherwise he'd have to be like scrying on you 24 7 um so the question is like he's aware of this situation now is he but is he aware there's a better one coming i think i'm gonna have to do a little roll on this <laughs> give me one sec we're gonna have to, we have to go Mario, i gotta bring I up his gu- stat block i was gonna do it with endelian but the little bastard got away i'm imagining Kinzero just hanging out in his little hell bachelor pad with his TV, just like there, there, riveted there to are the benefits. Screen. It's the Nautiloid is effectively a chicken with its head cut off if they're not aware of this information. But we'll see. All right, hold on. Part of me feels bad killing any bound prisoner, but that's why we have Voss. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's wrong. No. You know, it is useful. There's a great, great, um, oh man, where is this dude's step block? There's a great, great, uh, moment in, um, the Chain of Akron actual play where, like, the person who's in charge has to make a decision. Uh, they're a good person who's in charge, but they have a bad person working for them and they have to make a decision. Do I, do I hold back and not give a command and let this evil person act and make our lives easier? Or do I, speak make our lives harder but do like what i'm supposed to do as a commander Hmm. um all right he is intelligent so we're going to make an intelligence roll he rolls this with he's a a a 22 intelligence so he's got a plus six okay and to understand all the all the operations this is most certainly a difficult task so i'm going to set the dc for him knowing what's coming at a 20 Let's go ahead and set this at a 22. So he's got to roll a 16 or higher on this dice. I don't even have roll 20 open. I wish I could roll in front of the group, but here we go. All right, we're going to see if he knows what's coming. 
you feel, as you give that order, there's the faint scuttling under your cloak, Virla, as if the beetle that you made your bargain on is going to emerge, and then it dies down, and you just hear the faint... The time has not yet come, man of no flesh. He rolled an 18 plus 6. <laughs> he knows what's coming. Uh, and on that, uh, I don't know if we need to play through the entire gory details of nope. the execution. <laughs> because that that's that's definitely on my lines. It's but a boss, clean cut. I assume you kill it. It's a very clean cut. <laughs> yeah. And thus ends Kusulavaf. What I a love shame. that Virla is playing 5D chess with this demon that's not even here, that none of us know he made a deal yep. with. <laughs> I know he made a deal with him. I just don't know what it was for specifically. Wait, you do? Did he explain that? He I said forget. I made a deal with a demon at one point when we were telling each other secrets, but we didn't go into details because I think yeah. there was too much of the, wait, you have more secrets going around. Oh, yeah. I see. Cool. We didn't ask the follow-up question we should have. <laughs> All right. All right. Has Virla gotten a little more murdery, or is this the average amount of murdery? It's hard to keep track. This could have been messy, but uh, I'll clean this up. Uh, let's get the proper teams to the proper locations and uh, move out. Right. Quite the, um, quite the sight to see a mind flare so in love, not even a single devil, not, not a single demon in hell would want him. Are huh. you being cryptic or metaphorical? Would you permit is... me to make an insight yeah, check on, on that? Virla, my good buddy, that is some <laughs> cryptic-ass shit you just said. I'm going to revert back to the old rules that we were using when Virla was keeping a secret from the crew about the wish, and I'm going to uh, yeah. ask more if he would allow an insight check, or if this is the sort of thing that uh, Virla has kept close enough to the chest, it wouldn't really be obvious. I'm, I'm going to defer to the, uh, the player here on whether they want to do a combative role with insight. Yeah, I would say that that's okay. I'm, okay. Can I set the DC though? Because again, because like, like I have. <laughs> yeah, it's your character. I, I, because you're right. I have sort of kept this close to the chest, but I did pick very particular words for it to kind of be a bit of yeah. a red flag. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Inside it's only LA. fair to let you know that with the mask up, I roll with advantage. That's fair. What's the DC? Uh, I wanted it to be like very difficult. So what is that like? Low mid uh, very difficult, I believe, is a twenty-five. So it goes easy, medium, hard, difficult, near impossible, or something like that. Um, so or like easy, easy is ten, medium is fifteen, difficult is twenty, very difficult is okay. twenty-five, impossible is thirty, near impossible is thirty. Does twenty-five sound reasonable? Twenty-five. I mean, twenty-five is high, but yeah. Go ahead and red. What did you roll? I already rolled. I got a twenty-three. I was kind of hoping you were going to set it at twenty. Uh. But it I mean, felt I'll like it would be disingenuous to say that when you were deliberating. I'll say this: um, you, like you, you catch that they're very particular words. You, mm -hmm. you get the sense that they've been rehearsed, um, but you're not sure for what audience. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Mistra's just gotten really into murder lately. I don't know. We have our quarry. comment about like is Voss more murdery? Uh, <laughs> murder week should not be counted. It was an outlier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, week where you have to stop the mind flares was an outlier. Should not have been counted. All right, as much right. as you guys, I wanted to be kinder to the mind flare. The unfortunate reality was about 
of what is about to happen in the next couple of hours and days is not going to be pretty. Mm. If we're here to eliminate as many of them squids as possible, no hesitation. Right, we have a job to do. Right. No arguments here. Alright. I feel like I've done my obvious share of murdering at this point. I'm pretty cool with most things. No. Yeah. You've got a to do the impossible, right? We got to a place and exerts their will with violence. <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, I got my mafia frog moment. Oh, you got your mafia frog moment. <laughs> Check out the Meet the yeah. Robinsons episode of Movie Struck for more on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'll have to do my homework. Um, well, we've got a list of critical <laughs> targets. I think the uh, obvious move is to go distribute, you know, our best teams to those areas and try and alert everyone everywhere in any other way we can. That uh, elf that's always following you around, Virla, they're a writer? Yes. What do they a write journalist. for? Uh, the Silver Quill, I think it was called. Um, yep, they're part of the. I believe Starry Quill is the name of their, their okay. group. They they're part of a. They're not. You guys, <laughs> you guys say like newspaper person of all. Like they're no, not a reporter. Yeah. They're a bard. <laughs> like they yeah, yeah, yeah. they write you know stories that are passed out through you know through Planescape via if song we and story. Wanted um, to get a warning out to the entire Planescape as fast as possible. I mean, I'm just spit. I've never been much of a bard person myself, but. It feels like a pre-built network of uh, storytellers and information distributors would be an excellent way to perhaps get the word out of, hey, incoming mind flayers, batten down the hatches and be ready for a fight. And even people don't believe us, at least then they're ready. I mean, I don't see the harm in asking, but I also don't see the likeliness of it panning out in that way. I don't think we're going to get again, like a no full, you know farmers and pitchforks or anything but yeah there's no way for us to warn the entire planescape with just us it feels like our best bet for just getting people ready for what's happening as much as we can i had assumed that we would be the protection that uh means that the planescape wouldn't need a warning but i'm fan of of backups upon backups i think we're going to have to take the dreadnought Oh, yes, We're going to need course. to rely on the others to handle the army. We're both the first and the last line of defense, and we've got a lot of allies here, but it's a big planescape. And I've been the little guy of the planescape for most of my life. I'd like to give them some warning if we can. You're right. No, it's a it's a noble idea. Let's go ask Katriana. All right. You guys go. As you guys... Uh, as you guys leave, an effort is waiting outside, and then like takes a look in. Goes, oh gods! Uh, has to clean up a dead mind flare. Hey, Sorry. Sorry. I feel like we can clean that up. Boss will clean that up, right? It's... Yeah, yeah. He's he's already just like <laughs> chopping it up into pieces. Oh, oh no! Oh. Oh. That makes it messier. Please don't. Can I make a sleight of hand to palm a little uh, container over to Voss for some mind flare goo? All right, come on, let's go. Let's just go. <laughs> Why would you need to make a sleight of hand for that? You don't. Know, he, he, he already clocks. He, he's he's right there with you. He's like, no problem. Oh my god. Uh, also, I'll give the two. Um, does anyone not have healing potions right now? Uh, uh, hold on, let me check. I might have used my last one. I have one. I also have one. I have none. Okay, I will give Voss okay. the potion of superior or supreme healing. 
Now we all have a way to get each other up if shit goes tits up. But what are the odds of that? All right. Please don't ask you me. You guys that. emerge back into the room. <laughs> Please don't ask me a question I don't like the answer to. <laughs> Everyone is eager and waiting. We have targets. Come line up for them. <laughs> There's a few bit. All right. I, I would like to get a big map. Uh, and then I want to put a grid over it, and then I want to get a bunch of little utensils and salt and pepper shakers and shit, and I want to start putting them all over the map to indicate who's going where. <laughs> Absolutely. Planescape map posters available now at the Rolling with Difficulty Redbubble <laughs> for all your war room needs. Minnie's not included. You, you guys get the war room going, you get the big map spread out on the table, and you start placing people. Um, again, like, people have preferences uh, on where they go. We don't need to go into yeah. every single... Um, mm -hmm. Uh, team, just know that most of them are backed up by a handful of monks, like three to four, and uh, we guess probably more like two to three. But uh, and then has like at least one or two, or I should say at least two of these like other people mm -hmm. that agree. Um, are there any places of importance that you would like to send anyone specific to? I guess I should ask. Uh, Danny would like to uh, have a little conversation with Davion and ask him to. Uh, like captain the captain one of the big targets they listed was my hometown and I'd appreciate it if there was someone who I could trust enough to be one of part of the fighting force there so if you don't have anywhere else to go you should go to the city of brass well you can see he's kind of like enjoying this. You know, oh my, uh, the angriest she's looked all day. Consider that they might be needed in hell. You get that? I, I consider that I might be needed in hell, but it seems that perhaps that um, your friend there who I picked up uh, is eager to take care of everything himself, themselves. I'm not quite sure because there are two of them and they argue quite often. It's best not to think but, about it. But uh, let me just say that uh, if they are taking care of that, then I do not see any reason that I cannot be in your precious city of brass. And you have my word, Captain the Captain. No harm shall come to your home. Aww. Danny will nod and go back to the big group. Right, it makes sense that Avernus is probably going to have Eleven Vice. You guys are probably our captain in that regard. Yep, they're gonna go back. They got a war rig, so they're just gonna they're yeah. just gonna harry yeah. this motherfucker. Yeah. They're just gonna do it. I assume Han's gonna go to Mount Celestia, so that's gonna be great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see yeah, Finbar but... step out of the kitchen with the Canian uh, half-plate uh, again. Woo! So uh, if they're hitting the Feywild, that's where I gotta be. Did they it's list back. the Feywild? Indeed. I forget. It wasn't one of the big six, but yep, it is. Yeah, Feywild will be on that list ah. as well. Okay, I forgot yeah, to mention yeah. some of the interplanes, I think. But yeah, Feywild yeah. Uh, has enough people to definitely make that list. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and Elise is, of course, going to go with you. Mm. No. Uh, Love, will, uh, Love will accompany you as well, because she knows that space, so. They mentioned the Citadel yeah. of Ice and Steel. That feels like something Hero would have opinions if on. If you wanted to alert your True. home, uh, that's the place to tell. Uh, you let Hero know. He goes, oh, I do have extended family there. Um, <laughs> dreadfully boring people, but I would hate for them to die via the hands of squids. So I will let them know. Uh, the city has not fallen to any invasion since uh, the Dawn War, so I am not worried. 
Get everyone into their panic rooms, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not coming home. <laughs> Stop asking, mother. Stock yeah. up the good champagne, though. But basically, if it's someone's home plane, generally, I assume that we're sending them there. Unless it's one of yeah. the all-purpose More or less folks. that's... More or less that's how it shakes out. Gith, uh, Githzaria will take up the rest mm -hmm. of the locations that need covering. Um, yeah. Uh, do you guys talk to Catriona? Yes. So you are uh, before right. before you do, but... I'll 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 just let Caleb, Sierra, and Eden know about the locations and mechanism mm -hmm. in Agaron. Good call. Uh, they nod, um, and uh, Eden says, "Well, uh, I guess uh, Caleb will say we'll let Maxim know uh, right away. He's come gonna come back to get us. He didn't want to leave the doesn't matter. He's got hangups, dude, but." Mm -hmm. We'll let Maxim know, and I'm sure that we'll be able to handle that situation there. Ethan says, well, I guess that leaves me with Acheron, then. Always a nice return home. I'll take some of these, um, looks at, the, like, monks, people with no weapons or armor to help out. How could that go wrong? So glad you understand. <laughs> Fortunately, all the monks in the room are masters of self-restraint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, uh... Ioni and Enoch Rachma have a preference. Uh, Ioni is going to take the ship with Davian. So Ioni and Davian yeah. are going to grass. Fair enough. And, uh, no, Enoch and Stahelna and the rest of them are going to basically fill in the gaps and let other Gizera I know to fill in any gaps that are missed. They are currently all over the place and it's going to be like kind of a, it's going to be like a shift, but hopefully if they have enough head start, then they can get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, right, so Eden's also going to be accompanied by that tiefling who's fall fucked up. His name is Dare. He's nice. a mercenary. He's going to go with her because he, right. the, the, uh, he knows Akron. I'll join Catriona. Or, uh, Danny with Catriona. All right. You guys approach Catriona. She's kind of like writing down just like everything that's happening right now fast as she can. How would you like to tell the greatest story you're ever going to in your entire lifetime? Why do you think that I'm here? We need to warn the entire planescape of the absolute horrors that are about to come, and we need to do it as fast and as efficiently as possible, and you have been here recording everything. If anyone can put together a story that impresses the urgency and reality of what is to come in the next couple days, and if anyone has the network to spread that story far and wide, we're thinking you're our best bet. You see, she could say, she says, well, I'm not sure I've ever heard anyone use the words efficient and quickly when describing the whole planescape before, but I suppose I could put something together that people might listen to. Perhaps. As for distributing it, well, that might be a little bit hard. I mean, I can certainly get word out, but uh, usually these things have to be done face to face and it's going to be rather slow. Um, and then you hear a uh, pipe up from behind her. You hear, I don't think that perhaps uh, I could help with that. Uh, there we have a Vash network ourselves, and you see Rig. Uh, Riggs has apparently <laughs> been here the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, I was going to ask about the searing tongue. <laughs> uh, and uh, Riggs says, uh, "We got we got contacts all over the Planescape and ways of talking to him rather fast. So uh, yeah, well, I suppose that uh, we could uh, get our network uh, going. There's lots of famous, influential people on that on on those lists, and uh, not to mention a lot of good chefs to boot in lots of places. I suppose that we could uh, get word out through them and." Uh, well, you know, Bob's your uncle. That should be taken care of. 
put Nell on the switchboard. <laughs> the world will end. Sitting the there. world will end. Oh, oh, yeah. right. It's important to us. Click. <laughs> I plugged in the wrong saving I'm stone. I'm moving one wire from this hole to another hole. Pause. It's too high up the wall. <laughs> you can climb walls, Nell. Oh, yeah. One of us has to bring Nell back next campaign somehow. I don't know how, Jason and I don't know. Thunderbreaker. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, fantastic. Nell is my backup character for next campaign. If you kill me, I'm playing her. Nell is my backup okay. character for this campaign. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'll um, turn to Catriona and say, I, I thought that you would be uh, rather mirthful at this chance. You know, the ability to write yourself as part of the story as well. Not just be its author. Ah, oh, it's not really my purpose. You got your purpose just like I've got mine. Speaking of which, she takes out the pen and, like, looks at you and says, How do you feel about all this? Are you ready to take your place in history? Tell you what. For, as a token of our gratitude, and I'm thinking back to, um, <laughs> my time with Maxim capturing Kinziru. One hour. Any questions? Undivided attention towards you. When all this is over. <laughs> hopefully that'll be enough so that I don't see you cropping up in inopportune places anymore. I don't remember that being part of the agreement you just made, but I'll certainly take the one hour of no, uh, undivided attention with all the questions, yeah. Can I insight check this person? <laughs> Virla did yeah, feel bad about how Thank callous you. he was towards the Mind Flayer, even though Mind Flayer wasn't going to show him any similar, any nicer courtesy, but he, he kind of needs to like, he, feel, he feels like he needs to level out, do a good thing in, in, in response uh, to a bad thing. So with a natural 20, that's a 30. <laughs> I want to know All her right. social security number. So, so Catriona's <laughs> deal. So people have asked this before. So what's up with Catriona? It's she is basically everything she says on the tin. I think perhaps I've given a little bit of this way before. She's basically everything she says on the tin. She is ambitious in her notion of getting to tell stories and not ambitious in the notion of being involved in them. That is not really what she sees her purpose as. She's kind of played a little bit of the fool up until this point, but you do get the notion that she's a little bit more powerful than she lets on. She's certainly not going to be like... She's not some god in disguise, right? She's not Mistra no. in disguise. But after all this time, there's a sense that, like, she's always known where you're going to be because she's not, like, the bumbling, lucky person that she kind of puts on the persona of, but rather because she's just wicked sharp and uh, very dedicated. And so this kind of, like, sense of, you know, like, goofiness or um, perhaps, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, ambition where she wants to get ahead uh you know like this little bit like oh i'm in it for me sense that she kind of plays mm -hmm. up is not really accurate she's a lot more straight laced than she's letting on but she kind of puts up this persona as a way to like throw people off basically as a way to like not be perceived as like too much of a threat or to be like too relied on um or to really even be known she's kind of just uh trying to keep her cards close to her chest, so to speak. She's obfuscating because she doesn't want to be in the spotlight, but she does want to see and know everything that's going on. 
Um, she keeps talking about like purpose, and she's clearly got some connection to Mister. And I'm curious about that. But if an insight check won't give me that, I don't mind not knowing that. Purpose and Mistra? Uh, she's joined Mistra because she, you know, finds her purpose, believes her purpose to be what she's doing right here. She's been waiting for this story she'll tell, uh, and it's mm. here in front of her. And there have been many great champions of Mistra, uh, and that's kind of what the the Starry Quill is all about. Is gotcha. is spreading the word of Mistra, which is the word of magic as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's kind of been the whole point, and she sees here an opportunity that has not come up in a little while uh, to tell this story. Cool. Nor really appreciates Catriona, but Virla just finds her annoying. <laughs> I like her. I think she's fun. Uh, that I have done my job. If yeah. if the players go, I love this PC, and the and the PCs go, I can't stand this motherfucker. I have made a good <laughs> character. We all like Lois Lane from the outside, but if we were anybody she was actually investigating, she'd be our nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, she's... <sighs> but I'll, I'll throw Catriona a bone. I won't be obfuscating or anything like that. It's not like I was before anyway, but now she really gets the opportunity to She gets her exclusive, me. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, you have that conversation with Catriona. Riggs is going to be helping out uh, with that. Is there any other discussion that needs to be had? Um, Danny would like to use the Sending Stone to Otto to call the heap. Alright. You pick up the stone. What would you like to say? I know I said I was saving the planescape, but the fight's going to be coming to you. Mind flares are going to invade the city of Brass. Get to Sigil or get ready to fight. I'll be fighting. I'll just get to safety. <laughs> and I'll hang up. <laughs> They're still my family. <laughs> Denny, your concern is touching. You have my word that every member of the heap will be kept safe. Good luck. Try not to lose your ship. Just sort of. I think the heap should rig up a series of Home Alone style traps. To, uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you may want to check out hey, If mind flayers make it onto the ground, bad things have happened. Like, any mind flayer unfortunate enough to land in the heap is going to encounter whatever Danny <laughs> left under her bunk before she moved out. <laughs> Just gets absolutely clocked by a paint can. Tentacles set on fire. <laughs> Roy hits it with a hammer. <laughs> Slides down the stairs on his butt. <laughs> this one's Roy dealing one d four plus one damage over and over again. <laughs> Roy is set up at the top of the staircase, and they can't get up the staircase because it's covered in ice, and he's just pushing them back down every time they make it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, they can levitate anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a gathering of NPCs, so is there any other conversations you guys would like to have before people are going to start breaking off and getting ready? You never did ask the time frame, I don't think, on uh, the attacks from the Mind Flayer. Oh, shoot. No, we, we didn't. As soon as we get guy. there and ahead of time. Sooner, than, sooner is better than later, yeah. though, yeah. you know. In this case, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, any, yeah, is there any other interactions? Anyone else want to talk to any characters? Most people from your past are here in some capacity. 
Just mm. one more set of goodbyes to Caleb and Sierra and Eden. <laughs> if she'll permit a hug, I'll, I'll hug her. But if not, then it's chill. But I'm also not going to really be the one to instigate a hug. Oh, uh, Voswell. Voswell she'll... sort of like walk right <laughs> past you. like, Eden, old Shit, friend. Sorry. I know we spent <laughs> a little time together, but, uh, and I might not get a chance to see you. I just want to take the time to say thank you. Uh, and uh, you're welcome. And uh, I'll see you on the other end of this. All right, so quick order of operations. Virla, you go up to them, and seeing Sierra and Caleb is just like hearing Eden's voice over the sending. You get this kind of wave of memories again of you and Caleb, like, uh, growing close. You know, you guys were already, like, fairly close um, as far as you being close to anyone on the crew is involved. Uh, but growing closer and like talking shop and you learning a little bit more about like the Arcanotech that uh, keeps uh, the Paraspora going. You and Sierra just like not really having much to talk about but becoming you know uh, good company in terms of just like a sense of humor and uh, a, a strong spirit uh, among the crew that can sometimes be like you know a, a little hard to pull together a little disparate in their personalities. You get those memories and Eden does permit you a hug, uh, permits everyone a hug, uh, and she puts your hand, her hands on your shoulder, and she says, and I'll reach out to Aster and let her know about Elysium. I think that she'll be okay, and maybe even can lend a hand there. Quick question. Caleb had asked me yeah. this, or at least this is something that we discussed, the, the three of us. Thoughts on Dexter? I'll quickly recap um, how Dexter came to Bytopia, accosted Caleb and Sierra, left with an arm. Well, he was working with the Mind Flayers and stuff. And I basically just want to know her opinions on whether he's worth saving or... Yeah, I guess, I guess that. She considers for a moment. She says... For years, I never would have hesitated to put an arrow right through that stupid fake face of his. And now, I don't know that I feel any differently. Fair enough. But that's me, Virla. And I wouldn't want you to be me any more than I'd want to be you. God, can you imagine that? Terrible. You're so indecisive. <laughs> I'm she kind of gives a I'm playful learning. smile, and then she says, I trust you'll make the right call when it comes time. I would do it. What would you do? You don't need me to tell you that. I mean, if you know me, indecisive as I may be, I'm never one to turn down advice or counsel. You should ask Mistra. <laughs> yeah, I guess I really just set ask that Mistra. up, huh? <laughs> Well, then. Seems like you have smarter people to meet than me to ask anyway. Dick. I never considered that the case. I always appreciated your perspective. Well, now I know you're trying to flatter me, since you don't remember any of it. Goodbye, Eden. And good luck. Oh, they're not gonna get me, assholes. You take care of yourself. You're going with... And then Voss comes over and does that thing that he just said. She yep. immediately like starts putting him at arm's length. You're going with him, so... <laughs> you take all the luck, okay? Oh, oh actually, I just thought of something as well. 
let's assume for a moment that everything I'll, I'll turn to the three of them let's assume for i guess, I guess Voss too since he's there i'm here um Let's assume for one shining moment that we actually do succeed and we come back in one piece with the Paraspora also in one piece. We would have access to planescapes outside our own. What thoughts do you have about journeying and traveling beyond? Caleb goes, you just told us that the whole, all the worlds are at stake. Now you're going to drop that bomb on us? Might, I'm flattered you'd consider me for such a trip. But uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's do, deal with one thing at a time. Uh, it might sound I like a good vacation. I just said to uh, just imagine. I know. I know, Vaz. Right. I know. All right, yeah. You're just getting, assume. Just imagine. You're getting ahead of yourself, mate. Get out of your head. Focus on the mission. One thing at a time. Okay? Uh, I need you here. Caleb right says, like... This, this reality. Caleb says I'm in. Sierra kind of like looks at Voss, like says all that, and then just gives one solemn nod. No more words needed. Uh, and then Ian says, Lot to think about. I'm not going anywhere without Aster, but. Yeah. I could see that being something that happens. The details will understandably have to be worked out later. For now, let's do as the Githyanki does. And. You were always better at the details anyway. Attaboy, Viola, let's go. And he kind of hooks his arm around his neck and pulls him away. All right, boss. Uh, I think that's everything. Kiana's going to find Ioni. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go. There goes Fizz. Yeah, okay. Conversations. <laughs> Hell yeah, you do. Ioni is talking to a bunch of monks and helping them distribute, uh, introducing them to his, like, there's there's people. Oh, well, she's going with Davian. So, like, there's some people that she knows, though, that she's, like, passing around. Um, this is great. It's my uh, turn to be awkward on the yeah. fringes of a conversation she's having. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's talked about. to them. Uh, and yeah, there's there's a certain sense of like a little bit more confidence there where she knows these people. Uh, and their lack of knowing what's going on emboldens her. Like she she basically has to step up, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, she's the, so yeah, she can't her... ask for pickles for herself, but if her friend needs it, she can step up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Perfect. she sends a group off and uh, you see an opening to go talk. <laughs> yes, perfect. I've trained for this. <laughs> yeah, it's just sneaking. Hey. She sees you coming. Gives a brightens up. I just Hi. wanted to. I just wanted to say, be careful. You know. It's kind of weird that the end might be in sight, and I. I'm really looking forward to a world where we don't need to worry about these guys anymore. <laughs> She nods, she says, you know, not to throw cold water on it, but, uh, before we've had our victory, but I don't think that there is ever going to be worlds without them. But that's okay. I, I don't think that I need to chase atonement forever, but I certainly can't give up on this fight, knowing everything they've done, everything that they've done to myself and the people I care about. If they won't be gone, and I don't think they will be, then just one more fight. Another one after another, to keep going on. And that's not scary yeah. to me, that's it's heartening, actually. I, I don't want to fight at. forever, but 
Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what we're good at. Yeah, the they made us for it, and by gods, they're going to pay for that. Yeah, they're so bad at this. They really are, every time, it seems. Every time. I, I learned a lot of history from the Gitzerai, and it just seems like it's just like around and around and around, like a circle. It's like everyone in this room, almost, was like specifically built to kick their asses. I don't understand why they're like this. And yet they haven't gone away yet, so. Ah, uh, yeah. Maybe we'll get it right this time. And if not, I'm looking forward to fighting alongside you a bunch more. She visibly brightens here and says, I'd like that. If you'd like that. Of course I would. Oh my god, kiss! <laughs> this is revenge. This is revenge for Maxim. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's really Kiana's deal. If I'm not, unless I'm uh, misinterpreting. Not so much, but I think yeah. we're gonna do like the the arm clasp. Like, yeah, yeah let's yeah. kick their asses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do the arm clasp, and then she'll bring you in for a hug. Yeah, Aww. perfect, fantastic. Uh, Zephyrius walks by. and goes. Uh, don't forget, but you do still owe me a favor. So, like, uh, you know, that could come up Just at any time. Word. It could be important. You know, you don't forget it. It's good, good come up. You don't, you, you don't know. <laughs> Walks away. Oh man, having something hang like that hanging over me would be really stressing me out if I was. <laughs> Somebody just like looking at Vera like it's probably fine. It's probably fine. <laughs> Whatever's going on there is just probably la fine. Lapshit so is dangling hot plot hook. <laughs> okay. Oh no, we're gonna have and to do one shots to resolve everything. Oh no, you can't kill me <laughs> off because I'll leave dangling plot threads behind. It'll be narratively uh, unsatisfying. Typical. You can't threaten me. I'll kill you off so hard and make you crawl your way back from the dead as a separate one shot. You oh know. no, that would be even cooler. <laughs> Uh, everyone would be so sad. You don't even know. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Voss, uh, I feel like this would be important to Voss. You'd probably do want to cast your spell before. Yeah, oh, right. Uh, yeah, Voss. So, uh, now that I'm back, my magic is back. Uh, my brain is back in here. Um, <laughs> haste. Right, uh, I'll grab the spell storing ring out of my bag. Spell storing ring plus haste plus demon ichor. Twelve vials. As a unusual material component, you lay them out, cast haste. It's simply an action, and you've done it many times before. But kind of reaching in magically, you're a sorcerer, and you can feel the innate power within you. Kind of reaching in magically, and Virla, you can almost grab, like, see the weave, like, kind of not breaking, but kind of twisting itself a little bit as it like tries to make make right this weird casting of the spell. And Voss is just like. Mm -hmm using his innate sorcery to just force it, basically. You watch as the uh, the demon ichor vials drain as you cast haste, and the ring in your hand, Danny, begins to like kind of like vibrate and shake a little bit. Like, if you did. just hold it there, it's just like... It's like, I'm trying to think of... Um, it's like a, one of those, like, a, oh, oh, what are those? The rattlesnake egg magnets, you know? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Together, it's like... Zzz. Uh, uh, they're not really, they're, they're, they're magnets that you see them on, like, um, yeah, uh, yeah. infomercials all the time. You throw them together and they, like, stick together and they rattle when they, when uh, they hit each other. This is a it's reminder, like you know, I did get, I consulted an expert, uh, yesterday, knowing that we were gonna be using demon ichor, so nobody eat it, nobody breathe it, and it is better in Mist 4. <laughs> also, more of it <laughs> <Yeah>. is good. <laughs> Alright, okay, um, we're really going to do this, right? We are. Gotta go speedy. 
All right. We're going to pull this off, I think. The people go on their separate ways. Goodbyes are said. Basically, everyone files out. Except for you guys who are awaiting the time and place. Finbar. You have the night. Is the last person mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. Finbar is the, the last person to leave. One Love last time. Love and Elise head on out. Leave you behind with them. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, y'all. I guess adventuring hasn't let me go just yet. And it's clearly hasn't let y'all go. Um, and uh, it's, it's only been a weekend yet. Y'all look like <laughs> proper adventurers. Oh. Go do the thing. Go go save the world. And when you're done, stop by the Sprite Spring. I, I got I got one more party for y'all. Oh, go save your home. But we have to. Ah, that that I will do. Uh, I won't keep you. And uh, as he turns around, he starts to shift, morph into that of like a giant bear, covered in stars. Ooh, Um, star bear. And he he bounces and he and he runs out of the room. Uh, Care bear edition. Has he gotten better at that? I feel like he's doing that more. Can I just can I just speak to how seamlessly Wally kind of can shift between <laughs> I was looking at Wally's like camera and I was like while he was speaking as Finbar and my first thought was like I looked around and I was like, Where's Boss? <laughs> like, where's the boss's player? Oh, boss yeah. is being uncharacteristically quiet. <laughs> Did oh, he drop man. the call? He's people minded again. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Alright, uh, uh, whose dad is that? It is and just uh, where can guys. I get one like whose that? Whose dad is that? <laughs> That's our dad. I'm afraid you already have one. <laughs> He's adopted you as well. The better yeah, for you worse. can tell because he fed you. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Uh, to the ship. To the ship. To the ship. If there right. is a moment aboard the ship, I would want to corner you do. Voss and get a moment to speak with him alone. <laughs> You guys, I'm going to give you guys the night. Well, the mind players are going to okay. give you the night, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you guys the night. Second uh, long rest? So we don't even need it. <laughs> you guys are going to get a long rest. Uh, okay. You might you might want it. Uh, I, I didn't cast any. Sp- oh, yeah. wait, I did use one key point. You're so Virla, right. Let's take that long rest. <laughs> yeah, just short rest tonight. You're fine. Take that level of exhaustion. Uh, Virla, you find Voss. Opteo, let's talk. You All received right. his gift as well? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did he show you? It's not... <sighs> he showed me this sword. He, he pulls the sword out. So, and he says, uh... This is probably the, the most powerful magic I've ever had in my life. I can bring anyone back. Anyone. And this is only a stepping stone to its true form. And you're saying that even this is the most powerful magic you've held? I'm not going to lie, mate. It's a little intimidating. Hmm. As much fun as is, I, as it can be, I am a little afraid that I might make the wrong decision. Obviously, any of the four of yous in a heartbeat. But when it comes to anybody else, I will hesitate. And even then, what happens after all that. I 
I don't do the thing where I sit in my mind and I, I, and I, and I think a lot about that because it's just not a lot of fun memories. But walking the maze of life is easy when you're not worried about where you're going. It only matters that I get there, if that makes any sense. Walking the maze of life is easy if you don't have a destination. All that matters is the destination. Uh, look, mate, you're the one with the words, okay? Uh, I swing the sword, I toot me to kazoo, uh, my harmonica, and uh, that, that's all I do. Um, my problem isn't the destination, it's, it's the path I trod. I've already trodden. Or, I guess, to be more specific. What happened to you, mate? Yes. You know how I lost my memory. Yes. Upteo gave it back to me in a strange way. Oh. I was... Great, more things inside your head. Alright. I was shown an alternate past. One where I prevented the instigating event that caused all of this. I lived another life. I got to know my old crew better and it was happy and guilty because it was a life without Danny or Kiana or Finbar and yes you as well Voss I don't know how to resolve it I just thought that I would ask you for advice because it seems as though you also have had a past that you have difficulty reconciling but it seems that your answer is to not think about it I can't change it mate I can't he brings out the sword says before it was this like this it was the pieces of the swords of everyone who I couldn't save. Your crush. And I've never told anyone this, but every time I've woken up after I've died, I can't remember their names. I can't remember their faces. I can't even remember how they died. All I had was this sword. And the feeling that you had of them. Right? Yes. But... Hmm. And... No, 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 no. It's important that I'm still here, though. That I can tell my story. That you can tell your story. And that we continue to use the power, the privilege, and the honor of being adventurers to continue to make the world better. That way, maybe someday in the future I'll learn their names again. Maybe someday in the future uh, you could take me to visit a reality where they're still alive. Who knows? Verla will nod and 
just kind of start to walk away from Voss. And then he thinks of something. Names have power, but it is the feeling behind them that matters. As long as your stories convey that, they won't be forgotten. Vas, sort of contemplative for the first time in a very long time, says, You're all right, Vila. What was, what was that look? Were you thinking? That's you thinking? <laughs> Don't. Local robot get can't resist being mean in your head about it. Two seconds. <laughs> Don't get in your head about it. Let's just go kill some squid, and uh, I'll get back to the thinking after all this is done. All right, mate? Emmy was right. Maybe you were better off mindless, but you can see, you can see that it's it's not true maliciousness that like like it might have been when he first met you that's it is it is falling back into the rapport that he has gotten used to with you oh emmy you wouldn't have to be happen to be hearing any of this would you oh yeah i'm always listening uh it, uh we'll have to we'll have to fix that. you're inside of me <laughs> uh, why would you say it like that how else would I say it? Uh, never mind. I also heard you guys, but that's less relevant. Oh, okay. Right. All right. Okay. <laughs> Why is um, everybody yelling? The most of the time. Danny, with her nine passive perception, is just. Would you guys shut up? <laughs> I'm trying to get some sleep. <laughs> All right. Bedtime it is. My passive perception Squids is in the a morning. Flat 20 right now. I definitely heard all of that. Squids Sorry. in the morning. No more feelings. Just, uh, just pure violence. Okay. Let's let's mm -hmm. just stick to that. One last thing. All right. Mm -hmm. Between you and Katriana, if I had to pick someone to tell my story, I'd rather be you. At least you can fight, and I know why you're annoying. <laughs> All right. Let's tell the tale of... Uh, what was your title again? Oh, I'm going to need a title. Forgot title, it. Just the Parasper. <laughs> Just, whatever. Go to sleep. Oh, Bye. It's right. a Magister, I think. Magister? Magistrate. Oh, Magistrate. Go to sleep, guys. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> Mom said we could stay up. That's all. All right. <laughs> we can make popcorn, she said. Watch a movie. <laughs> all right. Everyone movies. goes to sleep. You may all take a long rest until a voice comes through the sending stone to you, Virla. Cressida's voice on the other side. I believe it was Virla who had it. That would uh, make sense, unless it was Danny. I think <laughs> I had it. It's most likely Danny. As someone who edited yeah. episode okay. three uh, today, Danny definitely had it at that point, but if we wanted to say that for this instance, okay. Virla took it, that's also fine. No, it's, no, it's totally fine. Danny, ah. you asleep, you hear in the engine room, I assume, mm -hmm. uh, you hear a voice come through and wake you up in the morning from Cressida. She says, Hello? Listen. I got them. Finally found them in the abyss they just appeared here I've got a location hold on uh 220 second layer baby let's <laughs> go <laughs> god damn it no, no, no. it's the first layer that'd be so funny that'd be so good 
Ouroboros eating its um, own tail. <laughs> oh, here it is. All right, she says, I've got a location. Steros. Bad place. They're here, though. They're getting ready. Better hurry. We hear you. We're on our way. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone awakens. Is there anything you would like to accomplish, or are you heading s straight there? I think we gotta go straight there, right? We gotta go. Have, yeah. Have you, have you installed the the spell storing ring? Mm -hmm. It's not because like, it's. Okay. Yeah, you put the the ring was already it. ready. Emmy yeah. just needed an hour to attune to it. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. All right. All right, Danny. I'd like for you to make me an intelligence check as you attempt to plane shift all of you to like outside of the city of Steros. Session. It'd be pretty Ouroboros if you failed again. <laughs> I rolled a 13 plus 5, so that's gonna... That's gonna okay. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> Emmy goes, ready when you are. You bring out the amulet, hold in your mind this mm -hmm. city that I assume until now you've never yeah. heard of, and plane shift away the out of Sigil. The moment Boom. before Danny casts plane shift, because I assume the whole crew's on the deck, she'll like turn to everyone else. After we do this, just as a promise to each other, our next job, let's like go to the beach and do a delivery or something. Take a vacation. We cannot be talking about how we're going to have a nice retirement after we do <laughs> this one last job. Just one last job, Are you, you guys. Just one me? last job. Kiana <laughs> remains genre savvy. <laughs> <laughs> Kiana's like, objectively, that sounds nice, but something in the back of my, like, some bard that used to have Suvi as a soul is like, no, no, no! <laughs> I've seen these plays! <laughs> you guys shift out of the familiar sigil and arrive in a world that is new to, I think, all of you. The wind scorches your skin. The dull red sun in the sky casts the entire landscape in haunted shadow. You look around, and the landscape itself is a patchwork of towering iron fortresses and endless black pits. Here, in the abyss, dark red waste just spreads out all around you, and you see beneath you the foaming, churning shores of the River Styx flowing through the landscape, jagged like a scar, pouring down into these many holes. You see the cluster of iron towers that you can only assume to be Steros, as described by Cressida sitting on the banks here. And you see, as you arrive, the myriad winged silhouettes in the sky above you that begin to circle, that begin to shriek, that begin to dive. Welcome to Pizunia, the plain of yawning pits, the first of the infinite layers of the abyss. They are ready for you. How about that? It's exactly what it says on the box. <laughs> and that is where we are going to pick up next week. Oh, we're so bold. Hell yeah. We will Let's see go. all of okay. you then as Seven we begin the final season. descent. Right. We're so boned, you guys. Uh, God, we got, <laughs> nah. First thing, first things first. I don't, I don't even know if we're going to be, we're probably going to be fighting first thing in the like in the session, but we got to figure out where Cressida is. Is she okay? Where yeah, yeah we got to make we'll sure. Find we'll, find out. Out. Or she just called okay. you like two minutes ago. 
not the genre savvy it up, but if we don't know where she is at the beginning of the fight, that gives her the option of just diving in at the last minute whenever things are most dire to help us and out. On it's that, very useful to have protagonists where you don't know where they are at the exact on moment that of starting genre the fight. savvy note, I think we should actually end the episode before we get into the headcount. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave it there. Put that curtain All back. Right. Thank, All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys for joining. We will see you next week for season five, episode seven. The moment we've all been waiting for. I am excited, and I hope you are, too. We'll see you then. Adios. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Rolling with Difficulty, the adventures of the crew of the Peraspora. We'll be back next week with another thrilling episode, but if you miss us in the meantime, be sure to check out the Rolling with Difficulty Discord server for more fun conversations with other fans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us and leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider becoming a patron for exclusive benefits like monthly hangs with the cast, special art and articles, and more. Links to all that and other fun things can be found in the show notes below. Thank you again for listening, and we'll catch you out on the Astral Sea.